Hey there, you're listening to You Still Going On About That with Rob Israel and Joseph K. You can find us anywhere you can download podcasts. You could also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YSGOAT. Thanks for listening. I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. Are you still gone about? That. All right, Joseph. It is December 14th. Yeah. You have 16, 17 more days to commit to your New Year's resolution. Yes. I've been thinking a lot about that lately. What was your New Year's resolution again? Uh, For last year? Well, for this year that you have 16 days left to commit to. Well, I, I, geez, I I do want to exercise more. I kind of got the the pandemic, despite uh, bringing a lot of actually pretty positive things to my personal life, um, has like really made me slack on like getting out and, you know, I was going to the gym a lot before the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually was. I was actually like starting to like build a tolerance to like jogging in place, Mm -hmm. use the treadmill. And just doing certain things and like it's not even like oh losing weight it was more just like yeah. building some endurance and tolerance and then yeah yeah came and it was like that just fucking killed that <laughs> right so i'm i want to do all the fit i want to do crossfit and burpees and power burpees. planks that marjorie taylor green thing where she <laughs> yanks herself up like a like a fucking gorilla that, yeah remember that workout they show her and she's yeah. just like pulling herself up and you're just like that can't be good for your shoulders like no it's like dislocation uh exercises or something yeah she lo- looks like like her bones have begun to fuse together she's a champ you know? she looks yeah. like a champ <laughs> Well, she looks like a champ, and when she's smiling, it's like showing aggression, like she's gonna tear your face off. Yeah, <laughs> I think well, that's really it. It's funny, like over the last, um, I like six months or so, I I told myself I really want to start watching more movies and TV shows and stuff, and not like, like, because I always watch TV or movies or whatever, but I wanted to like look at look for new things, you know, kind of like explore things I might not normally find myself interested in and I thought I was pretty successful with that like now I'll just wow, sort of like accomplishment <laughs> I know right watch more TV this year <laughs> but now because I also do this thing where I read a bunch of books each year and I keep track of them and I've really slacked on the books this year I've, I've only read like I don't know, seven or eight novels you know That's um it? yeah well like I, I don't normally... think I've read a book an actual book book <laughs> in like I can't even tell you what year it was I'm usually good for I used one to read month. books, a lot of nonfiction political books back yeah, in the yeah. day. But I haven't read. I sound like an idiot now when I think about it. <laughs> no, I mean, like people could like, look, people consume information a bunch of different ways. Uh, you know, I, I, like, I, people, like, I read a book, but it's like an audio book that they listen to. <laughs> and and like, it's like a personal finance book or something. Well, I'm just like. Are you reading that? That's like the AI of reading. Yeah. Well, it is it's weird because like like there's nothing wrong with reading a magazine article and there's and there's nothing wrong with reading a novel, but they are two different things. Like that's like saying, well, because I can sprint, I can run a marathon. They're just they're not well, the I'm same. not even talking about read. I mean, you're not reading, it's an audio book. Yeah. <laughs> 
listening also, to it. It's like a podcast or that's or, also not the same. But anyway, so like I I normally am good for like a book a month. Um, and so maybe next year I want to balance that a little more, like figure out how to like productively use my time in that regard. Um, what what do you have in mind for your well for the 16 days that um yeah. I have left of the year to commit my resolution? Oh, I thought you were talking about a resolution for 2023. No, I was talking about I, that was the joke. I said you had 16 days oh, left to complete okay. your resolution. That well, you that's said the case. Do on January first of twenty twenty two. If that's know, the case, a, this is a funny podcast you're listening to. You in know, like that's a days. joke. It's, you have, hey Joseph, you get a, you know, you have two weeks. All right, then I want to. Then I have a Stranger Things over, like a mini Pearl David Harbor joke. <laughs> I have a Stranger Things themed frozen pizza that's been in the freezer for about three weeks now. And I, I really want to finish it off before the new year. <laughs> it's the ho it's the uh, surfer boy uh, pineapple jalapeno pizza from Walmart. It's branded in the strange. They actually made that. Oh yeah. There's several different kinds. It's oh, really, I thought you were joking. No, it's a uh, Palermo. It's like a frozen pizza company. They made several different, surfer boy pizzas and it comes in a box well, that's with... your resolution is to yeah. eat some eat close pizza. to expiration date pizza well i've had one of them before and they're delicious they're really good surprisingly good i don't are you getting paid by them joseph <laughs> you get paid to bring us up i wish you have to, you have to be uh you have to be upfront and honest to people these things that's why when like... i tell people about um <laughs> frank herbert's Colonoscopy, House of uh, <laughs> Asshole Inspection. Whenever I bring that up, I have to let people know that I am being paid to speak about Frank Herbert's Colonoscopy House. That's not Frank Herbert, inspection. author of Dune, the series, is it? Like, no, nah, that's someone different. I, I don't. I mean, Frank. guess the worms do kind of look like <laughs> Colin. So there is right, yeah. crossover, and when you go to Frank Herbert's house of colonoscopy, does he ever? There's pictures of Dune all over the right. walls, but he's just an avid fan, and they have nothing to do. They have nothing to do with each other. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, well, that's uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, it was weird when I went there, and he, you know. I just was there. I wasn't there for a colonoscopy, you know, just hanging out. Right, right, uh, right. And, uh, you know, he, he was telling on about, you know, he says talk about Dan. The spice. Yeah, the spice. Yeah, yeah. yeah he gives his, uh, you know, they have that prep for colonoscopies. Right. He doesn't give you prep, gives you the spice. Spice, melange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it sets you up. Nice. All right, cool. So I'm up front when I talk about, you know where I'm getting paid. You know, like when you talk about Taco Bell, mm, mm -hmm. you know, the the used wrappers <laughs> that they give us, and the, the employee spits Baja Blast in our face, mm. the drive through all the spit. so rewarding. It's so refreshing, cool breeze of which is you would think when the Baja Blast is in the the mouth of the person <laughs> right that would it would warm up be warm but no. the, whatever their whatever chemicals that the Mountain Dew company I think it's PepsiCo mm -hmm. is putting in there it's probably antifreeze <laughs> right. 
or some kind of coolant. I don't think heat transfers through Baja Blast. I don't think it's like yeah, you're right, you're right. That's what I mean. It like it does not hold yep. heat. It, it it's got a viscosity about it that just doesn't allow for that. It's kind of like they, uh, you know what they do. I heard. Hmm. Is that the new space flights? Yeah. They spray the uh, the ships with mm. Baja Blast. Right. They realize this is, uh, they're like, and they're like, I can't believe people are drinking this shit. Because <laughs> that explains the, the, the Baja Blast tie in to the new Adam Driver movie 65, in which he's piloting yeah. a space. I watched that trailer. That looks it, awesome. It was all right. You don't think so? I think that looks. I awesome. mean, I, I, it, like it reminded me of like every other like movie. Yes. Where yeah, every that's it. Just every other movie. Yeah. <laughs> but every other. Know. But it reminded me of like those type of movies where like people are lost in an environment they're not familiar with, mm -hmm. and they're getting hunted by a monster. It was like that Will Smith, Jaden Smith movie that came out years ago, like Earth or whatever. After. Oh Earth. yeah, yeah. It was like almost. It sounds. It, it reminds me of those type of things. I'm sure I'll be good. Damn driver, he's yeah, he's uh I hated him on girls because his character was just awful. But right, but he was still one of the best parts of that show. Everyone was awful on that show. Yeah. And but Adam Adam Driver's like consistently good. So it should be yeah. fine. Uh I my favorite Adam Driver stuff is when he was on uh SNL and he did it twice. Where he's Kylo Ren and they're doing oh, yeah. like uh, the undercover boss, undercover boss episode. Yeah, that was great. Oh, this is so fucking funny. Those are yeah. like possibly one of the funniest things SNL's done. Like when he just goes up and he's talking. He's like everyone knows it's <laughs> Kylo Ren too. Right? Yeah. So good. Yeah. The <laughs> last one, they're like, "Do you think Ray will take my hand?" They're like, uh, "What?" <laughs> You think Tate Ray will take Kylo Ren's hand or something like that? Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, before, we keep, before you keep rambling, yes, this is all you. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> what are we talking about, Joseph? We have we have an interesting list tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about um, well, this this stuff at HBO. Uh, I guess Warner Brothers Discovery is a better way to put it. Uh, HBO. We're talking about Willow. Willow. A new, yeah, a new series on um uh Disney Plus, uh, which I love. I we'll talk about it in a minute, but it's a great show. Um, we're gonna talk about Dave Chappelle bringing Elon Musk out, uh, and Elon Musk getting booed. Boo earns, you mean right. Um, and then uh we're also gonna talk about Twitter kind of in general and his new plan for Twitter Blue. Um, talk about Christian Cinema. Uh, we're talking about the defensive marriage. Everyone's Act. favorite senator, Kristen Sinema. Oh, I can't imagine. I I meant to go look on her tweets. I'll bet you every tweet of hers is just a ratio because I I think everyone hates her. Um, no one likes her. That's like, but we'll talk about that. Yeah. Uh, talk about um, the defensive marriage act. Uh, the January sixth committee wrapping up, and then Ron DeSantis has been kind of on a a journey lately. Um, a fascist journey. Yeah, we'll talk about him and a friend of his, a good buddy of his, uh, took his own life in a car. Isn't this while... like the third one or something crazy like that? There's like yeah. supposed to be like a whole bunch of like old friends of his that have like mysteriously died. Yeah, I mean, some of that is like a weird pattern. Yeah. Well, anyway, and then we're gonna talk about some odd uh, 
effects of his his book banning uh, initiative that's part of his don't say gay law. Um, and that's it. That's what we're going to talk about. So uh, the first thing on our list was HBO, uh, HBO Max, which is really kind of like Warner, Warner Brothers Discovery. Well, I don't know, I guess earlier this year or whatever, Discovery basically bought Warner Brothers. Yes. Warner Brothers, I guess, was owned by AT&T. Yes. But I guess they, I don't even understand these accusations, how they work. No, like Warner Brothers, I feel like, has been owned by like so many different companies over the past like couple of decades. There was the AOL Time Warner from years ago. Oh yeah, that was a fucking disaster. Uh, the AT and T thing, I don't know what happened with that, but clearly not a success to the point right. that they would allow something like Discovery to come in and buy them. Which I still don't even understand how Discovery has had the funds. That they were worth more than Warner Brothers. Right. That they could acquire them. I, I don't I don't really that's above my pay grade. Again, I only get paid and used taco right. sauce packets sure. and the cooling breeze blast of uh Baja yeah, Blast Baja face. Blast. <laughs> and also uh all the colonoscopies that I could want from Frank Herbert's yes. colonoscopies. <laughs> um just I have to say all that every time I talk about that contractually, stuff. yeah, contractually, you know, <laughs> just like you have to. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make that up as we go. Along. Sure. Um. What was I saying? Well, you the, the acquisition. Oh, the, the, and... the, they. I don't understand how it yeah. works. I don't understand how a company like this ended up in the hands of a fucking shitty reality show TV station. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously they're bigger than that, but like with like a shitty CEO who clearly has no understanding of like art or film well, or just like basic commerce, like people, HBO Max is like it's designed well. They have these hubs that worked real well. They had, you know, if you liked anime, there's a ton it was of anime. A little you... shaky in the beginning and a little slow. Yeah. Every couple of months, it, it was shaping up to be really good. And then this guy comes along, Discovery, and they're adding all the shitty Discovery content, and they're constantly removing stuff from. Yeah, it's like original content that gets removed. Like that's the funny thing about Netflix. I don't know what kind of contracts they set up. You know, the joke is they cancel stuff. Yeah, but any of their shit that they did, it just sits there. Yeah, like, it's there. All their one season shows like Cowboy Bebop or any of that type of stuff, you can go and watch it. I mean, yeah. you're never gonna watch it and be like, oh, I can't wait till season two comes out. You'll be like, don't hold your breath, buddy. But uh, yeah, I they recommended I watch Colony the other day, and I was like, fucking no thanks. I mean, I watched well, three. Col- I don't think that was their show. It wasn't, but like it was three seasons and then it ended on a cliffhanger and they never produced another. It's like, why would why would you tell people to watch this shit? You know, like what it's a great series. They did that, but like ninety percent like of the content on Netflix would not true. be watched because there's so many one season shows and like yeah, what was that one four eighty two whatever the guy was like communicating with a woman from the past. Oh yeah, cliffhanger where he's in the past. Yeah, he ends up like back in the nineties, and it was just like, oh, I guess we'll never know. Archive eighty two. That was yeah. a great one. Yeah, and it was like. Really? The show didn't look that expensive. You couldn't get like one more season out right. just to like 
have some closure. It was originally a podcast. You technically don't even need a camera. You just like well, <laughs> I mean, if you I want know, to I'm show. just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> like, it's camera. not if you want to stay true to form. You can just uh, have us read a script. I watched uh, Apple TV show. I think it was called Signals or something. That was no camera. It was just a podcast they put on screen. <laughs> it was Not really cool. good. No, it's really good. I mean, I good. think like if you're like in the car and you just have your phone on. Yeah. Well, they the it's your phone like works off your radio. It's, it's hard to explain, but they put like almost like a laser light show on the screen, and it was good. I mean, it was surprisingly good. But anyway, uh, whatever. All right. Well. So anyway, this this. Uh, this guy, I forget his name. What is the guy's name? The uh, Zaslov. Yeah, he Zaslov. He I, is making the opposite of a Reese's cup in that he's taking two things that don't go together and shoving them together. Like David Zaslov. Yeah, he's shoving like quality HBO content down the throats of Discovery watchers. Uh, who all they want to do is watch like Milf Manor. My thousand pound realtor. My thousand yes. pound. My, thousand my, pound my four thousand pound wedding. And then and then he's like t- taking all of like I don't know, it's just it's crazy. Like half of the audience is gonna be paying for shit they, <laughs> they don't want, you know. And I don't I don't it, this makes no sense to me. It's, it's well, really frustrating. I don't care because I get it with my AT&T plan for free. Yeah, I mean like I I we we'll have AT&T too. Last. I'm expecting any day that ending at some yeah. point. And I'll be honest, I don't know if I'll pay for it every month. I'll probably pay for it only when like House of the Dragons comes back or like one of the shows I like and I'll just keep it for a month or two. Because it is one of the more expensive. It's like 15 16 yeah. bucks, maybe more a month and I mean, you know, if there's nothing on, I, I could live without it. I mean, that's one great thing about these, uh, you know, with these plans on, like, with cable, where you're, like, on the fucking phone with somebody. Yeah, yeah. Change your cable plan. You could just fucking stop paying, you know, one month. You're just like, I'm just going to turn this off. Like, Apple TV, we we got rid of it for now. I'll put it back once Severance comes back, and then I'll watch yeah. it. And then, you know, I'll keep it then. Because I was like looking at it, it was like there was like not. A, I mean, there's some shows now I want to watch, but I'm like, I'll just wait until Severance comes back, and then I'll put it back on. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. Netflix I, is the one for some fucking reason we still keep. I don't know why we don't like just get rid of it for like a month. I think they yeah, don't they have like something weird though. I don't know if we're like grandfather clause, like we're ch- we're paying a cheaper rate or something. I don't know. I still I don't know, but I know Netflix. When I'm like when I have no idea what I want to watch. I'll start with Netflix usually, uh, unless I know for a fact I want to watch like a classic movie. Then I'll go to HBO Max. Yeah, um, but Disney like, has me by the by because I always get sucked into just paying the yearly rate. Uh, it's like a little cheaper, even though it keeps going up. Well, and for than... the last year, Disney's rolled out new content monthly. Yeah, I mean, there's always something on there that I'm watching, and if I want, I could always go back and like you know just watch Simpsons. Yeah. So watch like, you know, now there's movies. It's gotten better over the years because they added rated R movies on there. So there's yeah. a lot of more content on there outside of just like, you know. Well, and their hentai collection is like, you're not going to find it elsewhere. It's what? Just, 
and their hentai collection. You're just not oh, gonna yeah, find the it. Oh, yeah, shit is right. like just mwah, art. Hi, art. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, well, I I don't like this at all. I it just and the the thing that kind of rubs me the wrong the wrongest way is that. Well, this is exactly like the pro- this is why people left um, cable. Because, like, I don't want, like, if I want HBO Max, I don't want to have to be paying for Discovery, you know? the, the, the well, Discovery. I mean, there's enough content on there, HBO Max, that mm-hmm. it shouldn't even matter if Discovery's on there. The but problem, it, though, is they're removing, well, they're yeah. removing HBO Max content because they don't want to pay royalties. They removed, I guess that show didn't get renewed, that interesting show that was from um, that guy who... I guess doesn't do anything anymore. The, yeah, the, jo- uh, the Nevers by Joss Whedon. The Nevers, like it was interesting, had an yeah. interesting cliffhanger, and uh, I guess it it's never coming back. Yeah, <laughs> supposedly that's getting removed. Yeah, Westworld, that... which was on for four seasons, dude. Westworld, like we're on season one, out to season two, was like HBO's biggest show. Oh yeah, and. It's insane that like they're not even gonna have it on anymore. Yeah, like they it's like they just don't want to pay residuals. That's there's no reason not to have it on. Yeah, that makes no sense. Can't tell me there's bandwidth or any of that. That's bullshit. If you can't afford bandwidth, then you have no right to be able to have a. You're not a streaming company. Yeah, but this has to do. This has everything to do with residuals and yeah, I would imagine rights. Like, I just think it's insane that like. They're just and and then like you we were talking about this before you said it's like it was like exclusive to this so like that's it it's gone like yeah you can go and try to get like a Blu-ray edition or whatever Come if on. you really yeah. want it but we don't live like that and well, majority of people don't live that way anymore we live we get streaming the majority of people don't even have devices that'll play those anymore frankly right. You know right, what I mean? like we have some old Blu-ray players and DVD players that we had, like we packed, and you can get one for pretty cheap now. But like, you know, it's not the norm to have those. It's like no. yeah, the joke is like, you know, the laptop I'm I'm on with right now talking to you. Like, they haven't had a CD drive no. on a laptop in like probably like I don't even know, over half a more than a half a decade. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I was gonna probably say like, like almost, five years, like so. almost ten years. Yeah. I'm on a real old computer right now, and there's not no nothing. Yeah. I know this computer is at least five or six years old. So, like, I mean, there's it's crazy when you think about that. And yeah. I don't know, this guy just sucks. Like, right out the gate, they canceled those movies. Like, that's I always thought about that too. Like, when they canceled Batgirl and they canceled a couple other yeah. contests, but the fact that they canceled Batgirl in like after it was produced and ready to be finished they're just like nah we're not even gonna release this we're just gonna like literally burn and get like a tax refund and it's just yeah. like it's insane and it's like as a, a creator you're sending a signal to creators like we don't give a fuck like oh yeah like, it's i all... mean there's people who yeah. always these companies know there's people who are starving and they need opportunities and it's either doing porn or making a movie for HBO Max, and they're gonna have to do whatever they gotta do to survive. Um <laughs> whatever. Yeah. But like if you want to get like names to come to you and then like HBO Max just like cancels your fucking show before they even air yeah. it, like 
that could ruin a person's career. Like that still stains them, even if yeah. it had nothing to do with them. There was another show. I it was called Minx or something. Oh yeah, I never saw it, but I, I read about this. And it was I like, was reading. I about. think it was supposed to be like the something to do with Playgirl magazine or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. But they were literally in production of season two, like finishing up filming it. Oh, Jesus. And they're like, you're canceled. Like, they just fucking air the second season. Like, yeah. like so they did, because it's like, this is a guy who runs it. It's like reality show shit where they, these shows cost nothing. They get a bunch of fucking inbreds from like God knows where to be in their garbage shows. It, yeah, um, they're it, like, do you weigh a thousand pounds? Right, <laughs> that's the criteria. <laughs> it's real depressing. A lot of those shows have like no, the, and not to like get like in a weird intellectual discussion about it, but they just have no value. They're they're not. They don't say anything about the human condition. They celebrate the worst aspects of us. They are ex- exploitive. Exploitive. Yeah, I mean, well, like, I heard to just... bring Westworld back. A yeah. new version of it. Yeah. I thought it was weird. It's like they don't wanna they don't wanna uh pay residuals and stuff like that, but they're right. recreating the show with people who are a thousand pounds each. Right, yeah. Which I think might be worth watching just from like um I mean it might get old real quick. Like I'm sure. like watching the same show, but everyone's a thousand pounds. <laughs> right. And I just don't know if uh they're calling it sweat world. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Meat world. Meat world. We, we, we world. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic. Um what? it is. It's it's just like sweat real world. dystopian. You know, I mean it's just like like, like Wee's world. Yeah. Oof. Well, I don't know. I, I mean like it, I said, it's just like canceling stuff like that and everything it's like how is this good for hbo max as a a brand as a place to create new content for yeah like if you're if you're a serious director or whatever and like netflix is coming to you hulu right which has great stuff on paramount which is starting to become pretty good um I was gonna make up one, <laughs> but no, you're right. If you're if you're a creator and you have a a hot property like a a novel that's turned out well or a, a graphic you know comic book series or whatever, and all these places are like, hey, will you work with us? The fuck you want to work with HBO Max or with Warner Brothers Discovery or whatever? You know, but they're like. If they if the wind if they catch like a fart in the wind they'll cancel yeah. your project like or even if they don't even if the even if it's like oh the reviews are great we got established actors I just thought we'd take the tax write off you know like why it's why like, would uh, you... the joke is everyone makes jokes about Netflix canceling shows after one season or two seasons and just yeah. killing the shows that people love and with cliffhangers that like never get resolved. And HBO is like, take my beer. <laughs> like, yeah. we'll, we're right. like, we won't even let the first season air. Like, we're, don't worry, we'll just. And on top of it, we'll remove the content from our platform just so yeah. it can be spiteful to the creators. Wow. So they don't get that dollar fifty a month paycheck. That's right. Residual that they get. I mean, like, 
I think people are making a joke like Wednesday, which we talked about in the last. Oh episode, yeah, uh, is like one of the most watched shows on Netflix. Oh wow! Did they announce it getting renewed yet? I no, they have not. Um, I heard everyone is kind of saying like, "Look, it's going to get renewed." Um, people are like, "It's been." People, someone like I don't know if it was like a tweet or a meme. I saw someone said like it's been downloaded a billion times. People have watched it twelve times each, and Netflix just canceled it. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <clears throat> let's see, Wednesday. Yeah, there's no no confirmation on a season two, but the the word is that it's it probably will get a season two. You know, um, it was just, I think it was a I don't want to say it was universally liked, but like. It was pretty well liked. I would say it was definitely a hit. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's a hit like Stranger Things or uh, no, or Squid Games, but I've seen it's all about my. I mean, even I talked to my son about this, and he brought this up too. And it's like this: is how you honestly gauge things is your show a hit? You want to know how you know if your show's a hit? Are people talking about it on TikTok? Yeah, pretty much. People talk about. I, okay, HBO Max does have a huge hit on their hands, which is technically an HBO show, White Lotus. Yeah, true. People talk about it on TikTok a lot. Yes. Euphoria was like another show. Right. Peacemaker was another show where you have yeah, yeah. basically imitating the dance. Yeah, that was a big Twin one. Yeah. Games had a shit ton of TikTok stuff. And honestly, that is a big deal. It's like if people are talking about it on TikTok and they're there's a meme, it turns into a meme on TikTok. Yeah. And they start, and you have people recreating scenes or doing talking. You got a hit on your hand. Like, so, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, again, um, is it the end of the world that Westworld is not going to be on HBO Max no. anymore? No, not really, but it's just weird. It's odd. It's kind of like just, it's shitty. It is. It is. It's a shitty thing. That's. I think shitty. that's the the broader point. Is that it's just shitty. It feels shitty. Yeah, and it's like, what reason is it being pulled? Is it just because you don't want to pay residuals? No, it's like a cynical reason. Yeah, not paying residuals, not making room for crap content. Um, well, those thousand. <laughs> they do take up a lot of space. You need to remove three shows for every new thousand pound content show you have. <laughs> Um, well, you know, you know what is yeah, actually, you know, they, like when you look at the menu and they have three icons, right? <laughs> they have to have one icon for each row now, yeah. You yeah. have to buy a whole <laughs> row on HBO Max. Um, well, uh, you know what is is assuredly a hit because of all the um TikTok trends <laughs> I've been seeing about it is this new Disney Plus show. Um, I'm sure you've seen all the the uh mat the finger test trend that's big on tiktok oh and... yeah so much i i just <laughs> yep everyone doing the the peck yep that's also a big one um yeah, that's a big one yeah you've, the, i've um, seen a lot of uh prince eric hair tutorials uh which is a big well, I'm, oh I'm my kidding. god so many people on tiktok actually i don't even know i wonder if it is if anyone is talking about it i'll be honest i haven't really been on tiktok too much lately i've been i always forget to post something on there like mm -hmm. once in a blue moon and then i do uh but i like there was a period where i was just like and again tiktok's weird where it's like 
okay, if I watch like Chef Reacts, yeah, I'm gonna see now like 40 other videos when it comes to you know some other cooking shit. Yeah, every once in a while, I have like, to like almost seek it out so that I start seeing things. Yeah, sometimes I'll like I'll be scrolling and like um my my wife will say something and I'll like put the phone down and like talk with her for a second but I won't shut down the app and so TikTok will think that I was super into a like a kitchen appliance review you know or something and then like that's all say something disgusting no, no that's all I'll get Frank or, Herbert's house colonoscopy house of uh, what you know it's really interesting this is I, I I have no idea if there's any truth to this or not I go on TikTok a lot. And just like you said, TikTok's really good at feeding me what I want. And I get mostly cooking videos, recipe videos. Um, I'll get like a cute cat video or something. Um, I get a lot of people talking about music, like uh, best indie rock <coughs> of the 80s or, you know, like a lot of those. Anyway, I was at a hotel for work oh, a couple months ago, back in October. And I go into TikTok and every video I saw was like some cute girl dancing. Just one after one Are after. You sure, one. you were uh, looking something else. I was on, but I was on the hotel's um, Wi-Fi, and I had no idea if like it's like geographic in some way. I don't know. It was just it was incredibly striking. I wasn't seeing any cooking videos. I wasn't seeing any um, uh, any of the videos I normally see. It was just all like, like the last guy who was here was really into furry porn. Yeah, well, it was just like all girls. I mean, it wasn't like pornographic or anything, but they were like clearly like, this is a pretty girl. She's dancing to a pop song. And that was all it was. And I, it was weird. So anyway, uh, well, the next, this is an awkward segue to Willow, the new series on uh, Disney Plus. I'm, there's four episodes. We're four yeah, episodes, four episodes in. and I think it's halfway done. Yes, it's eight episodes long. Um I I love it. I've I've since read a lot of kind of middling reviews of it. A lot of people say it's a little directionless or it doesn't have like a real identity. Um, I just I think my people own... said that about Willow. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like, because the just... movie was like, I mean, honestly, it's very similar to the movie. Like, the movie yeah. was funny. The movie, you know, if anyone says they mean Willow woke, I would be like. Okay, so you did not watch Willow. Right, Willow, yeah. let's see, the main antagonist was a woman. The main, uh, the, the daughter was a hero and a villain. Yeah. The older lady, uh, that the goat that turned to an old lady. Yeah, yeah. Like you had to like, and then the main, the, the uh, what do you call it? The, like the Infinity Gauntlet of the movie yeah. or whatever. Uh, Lorna Dannon was a girl baby yeah. and like you cannot tell me that that movie did not have a strong female presence yeah in the film the most powerful beings in the movie were female and this movie's from like 1988 so yeah. if anyone's saying that this new show is woke is a fucking idiot yeah it's you did not watch the first willow movie like i watched it not like last year we rewatched it because well, it was yeah. on like we and, we did a show about it like two years ago or yeah. something. I mean and I said like it has a strong female leadership. Um yep. like yeah, the main actors, you know, Val Kilmer and Warwick Davis, but yeah. 
it doesn't matter. The most powerful beings are women. Like, if you're gonna say the new show is woke, well then fuck Willow from 1988 was woke as fuck. I mean, like, yeah. and, and you're just an idiot. Like, people. That, that, I don't know. Go ahead. That's a, no. That's a. I agree. That's a dumb criticism. This show is is actually what because less... um the one princess is a lesbian. Oh no. Yeah. No. That's. Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably a criticism by idiots. Um, I don't know. I, I, yeah, idiots are saying. <laughs> I, I really in. like this show a whole lot. Um, it is the first episode was a little like okay. first first half of the first episode was slow. Yeah, a lot of people were making comparisons to like Force Awakens, the way like the newer Ooh. characters were introduced. I could see that. And you don't really see the older characters until like later on. Like Warwick Davis doesn't show up till like the last third of the episode. Yeah. And but the second episode I felt like really picked up. Third episode was great. I just thought yep. last week, last night's episode, I liked it. I thought it was good. It's the fine. Whole, you learned a little bit more about some of the characters. I like the whole thing about like the 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 prince who's supposed to marry the princess, but clearly, like I don't know, I think he likes Lorna Gannon. Yeah, that guy, like you find out stuff about his past. I guess he's responsible for killing his brother, or, or I don't know, if yeah. his older brother or twin brother. I think it was his older brother or something. I think so. I guess he's infected. Like he already has like a curse in him. On top of the fact that he was like possessed by a, a what do they call it, a lich or something? A lich, yeah. Lich. Um... Which is, I think, the the spirit of an the undead spirit of a sorcerer. I think is what that is. And uh, I love the part though when they're eating pig, yeah. and they reference in the uh, in the movie how, and that is in the end of the movie when the when uh, Morgana is that yeah her name? Uh, is it Bal it's not Balmora is it I don't know I I know who you're talking about the evil uh, queen she turned everyone into a pig. Yeah, and I you know, like when Warwick Davis is talking about like, yeah, we turned everyone back. We had turned everyone back, and they're like, "Did you miss anyone?" And he's like, "Oh, thanks." So, and he's eating like the pig that they caught. Yeah, there's like a possibility that, that pig is one of. I, I doubt it's that though. I mean, it's just funny. Yeah. It's, it's that it there's a humor to it that works, and it, it's consistent with the the show yeah. i did find it weird the outfits of the lumberjanes oh yeah they're like go ahead they what were you like, gonna say i was like they looked like they were in the midwest and yeah they're so used to this world being like middle-aged looking mid right middle whatever that era and it was just odd to see like an outfit like that i felt like i was like watching an anime where even like, you're like, what year is this? Like, this must be like the 1890s, but people are dressed like. Yeah. Even uh, Willow himself, at one point, I'm like, is he wearing a jean jacket? Like, what is that? Like, well, I guess they have denim in this world. <laughs> yeah, there was like a lot of denim. I think he had snaps. Yeah, he was wearing stuff. a jersey tuxedo. He has a mullet. <laughs> oh, that was great. Yeah, so. Um, I, I will say, and look, this is no knock on Warwick Davis, who I like a whole bunch. Um, I, I think just personally, the, the weakest parts of the show are when it focuses back on the older characters, the, the queen and, and Willow himself and stuff. I'm like, these new characters are pretty interesting. They're like, the, I the, do like 
I do like his interaction with everybody, though. Yeah, uh, it's I, good. I think that as they went on their journey, and the group the group works great together. I like how Willow works. I think it's kind of cool that you know there's a whole like it's almost like he's kind of been faking it. Yeah, he really isn't like he, for sure. What what? For sure, I think he's, he's totally not like a true. It. He's over his head. He's not yeah. a true sorcerer. Like even like when you find out supposedly he's like responsible for why his people like underground. You don't know hundred <laughs> percent. They haven't revealed that. Yeah. Um, and you find out like it's also shows like he doesn't. He's not as good as like Billy Barty's character, who was like the wizard. Well, right, you know, right, yeah. Like he he knew how to work the crowd. He knew right. he, he was just like a wizard and. And and like the finger test and all that's all bullshit. The bones. Yeah. We gotta seek the bones. And it's like it's all bullshit. He doesn't he doesn't know how to he's not as charismatic. Right. As yeah. Like he doesn't know how to sell it. You gotta you 90% of all that shit is the ability to sell it. Yeah. Convince yeah. people that you know how to do this stuff, and he still is like eh, he doesn't have the confidence still. Right. You know? Um but it's great. It does have this great kind of throwback to uh, the spirit of the original, which was really kind of a throwback to the spirit of those like movies from the 30s and 40s and 50s, where it was like the shattered sea and the crone behind the veil, and the, and it was just like random bullshit that kind of Ron like. Howard is who's the, is he directing any of them? Oh, that's a good question. I don't think so. Um, okay. Let's see. Well, let's see who. I mean, the show looks good, too. Like, it doesn't look cheap or anything. No. You know, one of the criticisms that um, I heard people put, uh, one of the one of the criticisms people were giving was that they didn't like at the very end, they use rock music, which uh, I really kind of love. <laughs> I like it, actually. I don't yeah, care. I do, too. I think it's great. Um, let's see. Um, I mean, listen, it's Will... Here's the thing about Willow, which is an interesting, it is an interesting property. It was never considered a success. No. It never, it wasn't. It didn't, it did not do what it was supposed to do when it came out of theater. It was considered kind of a bomb. Like it was really, like they had a toy line. They were supposed to launch a whole franchise. Yeah. This was a a franchise starter that went nowhere. Yeah, it, it is. And that's, you know, it's like the joke is like Tron. That was a fucking dead that was a dud yeah. too and then yep. i remember like they were making the tron 2 movie and i was just like tron one sucked like why who are these people pretending that tron was good like okay you go you and then tron 2 came out and guess what it didn't do well yeah now again though i think i did watch tron 2 and it was like it was okay i, I think it this fine. works as a show i think some of these movies do work as it, it sometimes it's better to make like a show than a sequel like i yeah. think like cobra kai is a great example yeah yeah i would say there's some similarities of cobra kai in this show yeah too. there's some um yeah i could see where people might be like i don't know where the show is going but i think by the end of this episode kind of have like an idea it was kind of interesting they like we haven't seen the the twin in anything in quite some time right and we're like what's going on here uh and uh he was like in some weird land and i'm like are we supposed to know where he is because i have no fucking clue what like i felt like they were like 
reveal like it was a big reveal where he was and i i don't i, I didn't get the feeling of that i got the feeling that we're going to quickly learn where he is you know um i just i googled it while we were talking uh None of the, I don't recognize any of the writers, except I did recognize this one guy's last name. Uh, the first episode was written by Jonathan Kasdan, whose <laughs> dad is Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Um, so there's like some Lucasfilm there connection there. I think worked on this, worked on Willow also. That that would make sense. It's got the feel and vibe of Willow. I guess my my best comment about it is um, after I got over the first 30 minutes of the first episode, I just really enjoyed it. I liked the characters. I liked the acting. I liked the pacing. I liked the scenery. I liked there wasn't anything I was really not into. I feel um, bad for uh, Willow's friend who died. Oh, yeah. He's like, don't waste your magic on me. Right. <laughs> I don't need to live. <laughs> yeah well yeah <laughs> but it was it's a good it's a good show i will say too that like the comparisons to power of the rings or the rings of power oh this is so much better is the, the comparisons are there and this is a lot more fun um i like rings of power with, and the problem is it's like okay could they have made power uh was it again ring of power i think rings of power i don't know but i mean like it's not supposed to be fun they're different properties i will say lord of the rings was had like i i think the weakest one out of all those movies was always the first one yeah Uh, i remember seeing in the theater and being like "Eh." and i remember like they had the what were they called the the irukari yeah yeah the orc yeah subspecies or kai whatever they're called yeah and they had like the one badass one. I remember, like, I was like on a date, and I was done. I'm like, oh, it's, it's the Darth Maul, right? Of yeah. This movie, they, they made a Darth Maul orc for them to fight in the end. Yeah, because you know I knew it was just going to continue on. And and uh, let me tell you, she was like, wow, you're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am sure. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, and uh, <laughs> it got better when. Gollum showed up, like yeah, uh, yeah. It was so much better just with the character of Gollum. And just added like it's just kind of funny and sad, just like an interesting character. And yeah, it just picked up. Now I heard, and I know we're, we're talking about Willow, but real quick, I I saw something online. Someone said that like Ring of Power. The reason yeah. why some, they were talking about like why it didn't work or something like that. One of the examples they said was that they only own the rights to Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, and they supposedly do not have the rights to any of his other writings when it comes to, like, Lord of the Rings lore. Oh, and, that uh, can't be true, because, the like, most of it's based off that Cimmerillion. I know, but a, I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, I don't... Supposedly, he only owned, they only own the right, they don't have the full rights to everything in his ring. Now, I still don't think that's an excuse to, like... right. Like, I don't understand how that should limit you. Like, you're not making a uh Yeah. A Lord of the Rings show. It's supposed to be new content. I don't I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe that was some bullshit critique. I don't but know. Supposedly... Um, yeah, I mean I look forward to it. I I mean 
it's not life changing. No, no, I liked it plenty. Um, like if, if Willow is a hit, I would be more shocked. So the problem yeah. is with shows like this is that there's so many like adventure shows like this that have come out over the past couple of decades that, and that's why I think what hurt Lord of the Rings also. You you know, you had Game of Thrones, which was like a fucking colossal hit. Yep. Then you have like all these other like, you know, these one-offs that maybe only lasted like one or two seasons. And it's just like you show there's like five shows that look like this on Netflix that you could find right now. Yeah. Prime already had like the Minx or whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know. Yeah. Some like the Minx trilogy. I have no idea what the fuck it's called. They have like a couple of shows like that too. And like for me, I know what Willow is because I grew up with it. Yeah. But with somebody who's like, let's say 20. Right. This show has a, no meaning to them. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. It has no meaning. Well, that's uh, a good point. Uh to to someone unfamiliar with the the movie Willow, a lot of the decisions here do seem kind of questionable. What do you mean? Like, why why is Willow a bad sorcerer? Why why are they making Oh, jokes you mean like if this... you don't if you didn't see Willow? Yeah. I mean, right. they're, you... they're explaining some of the stuff in like the backstory. Yeah, like his but little it's... fight he has with uh Bad Water's uh, daughter. I forgot her name. Uh, yeah. The, the queen, whatever she right. is. Where she basically says, like, you're not really a, re-. you know, you did a picture. Yeah. You know, you're not really a sorcerer. And he got always like, fuck you, bitch. And he like, <laughs> turned out. He had that weird goatee. Oh, yeah. He's, he's just like walking out like, oh, all... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I like it. I look forward to the next one. Yeah, I do too. Oh, real quick, uh, before we yeah. move on, I did see Clerks 3. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you liked it, you said. Yeah, it was de- freaking depressing. It was probably the best Kevin Smith movie I've seen in years. I was shocked. Oh. I did not, I really did not think it would be good. I Even better it, it, than that one where the guy fucks the walrus? Is it? <laughs> no, the guy gets turned into a walrus. Oh, okay, that's right, walrus. yeah. It's... Turned into a walrus. Tusk? That movie isn't, like, the worst movie. It's not <laughs> it's good. Pretty... It's not good. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's I always found like Kevin Smith movies odd. Like he has like his like little clerks, Chainsaw Bob universe. Yeah, yeah. But then he has like his other. He's made a ton of movies outside of that. Yeah, and they're always like totally different. I admire. I I don't like a lot of his stuff, but I I he's. He's interesting I, as a filmmaker. I kind of like that he takes these risks. He was one of my favorite, like, I looked forward to his stuff. I remember looking yeah. forward to Dogma and being, I did not like Dogma. I oh, I liked Dogma, but yeah, um, I, I know what you mean. Uh, And I don't know, I just kind of like, over the years, I didn't care for any of his non-view askew stuff. And then, like, I don't know, like, I did not like Clerks 2. I felt like mm-hmm. it was, like... There's that donkey scene that goes on. Like, it's just so long and it's so stupid. The guy fucking a donkey. And it's yeah. just like, it's just gross. Like, it's not even, like, funny. Like, you no. don't have to have it. You could just have the guy show up with the donkey. And that's it. Right. And you run <laughs> to the next scene where they're like, True. They're like, oh, God, what the fuck, Randall? Why did you hire that guy? You know, something yeah. like that. Like, that's all it needed to be. And you don't, you don't, like... I watched it with my son, and I fast forward that scene because I'm yeah, like, yeah, right. not watching that scene. I remember that. I said, "You can't watch Clerks too," because I remember that. Yeah, and we watched Clerks too, and I was like, "Oh, 
Here we go. Zim, 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 zim. Sorry, we're not yeah. watching it. And let me tell you, the movie was so much better. <laughs> like, I actually, like, liked Clerks 2 once that scene. And in Clerks 3, they actually, because the, the joke is, spoil, I'm talking about this real quick. Yeah, yeah. Randall has a heart attack in the beginning of the movie. Oh, jeez. And he learns to, like, uh, he's like, I got to do something with my life. He decides to make a movie. So the joke mm-hmm. is he's basically making Clerks. And he's making Clerks 1 and 2. I guess he had nothing else going on in his life. As far as we know, the only content that exists in his mind is what happened in the movie Clerks 1 and Clerks 2. And they're about to shoot, like, the donkey scene. And Dante's like, are we really fucking doing this dumb thing? So clearly Kevin Smith even knows that, like... That's funny. It's, like, a repulsive scene. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, it's awful. I remember that. I was just like... I mean, I like gross-out humor, but this was just, like... This is dumb. Like... Gross out humor is good when it's quick and fast. Yeah. And when it's over before you, when it's over so before you're a, done there's laughing. There's a shock and then you move on and you're still kind of thinking about it instead of like it's lingering. You're like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. So dumb. Yeah. This movie, so I don't want to ruin anything else. I think it's worth watching. It's got, it is sad. It Ooh. is got, I did not expect it. I was shocked. I think a lot of it has to do with him having a heart attack in real life. Yes, I, I would agree. And um, but it was really well done. Uh, hmm. I did not, I did not expect that. I, I what is it, it on? Like, is it on? I we rented it. We oh. we had some money on Amazon or whatever, like credits mm-hmm. or whatever from uh, Lord Bezos. He beseeched some credits on us. Yes, consuming his apples in the uh, garden of, of yes, right. Uh, procuring those over time, we built up credits. And we were able to use some of that funds to watch. Nice. And I, I watched that one with Roger, and I was like a little scared to watch it with him because I was like, oh no, because like right, right. Clerks 2 was just so repulsive. And this one, it's it, I mean, there's curses and there's some off-color sure. jokes and stuff, but like it is pretty fucking tame. It's oh. just sad. Even my son was like, wow, that was depressing. And <laughs> like even he was like shocked. He's like, Well, this is it. I don't want to ruin it. And yeah, yeah. Sad ending. I was like. Huh. I was like, I did not expect it. Uh, yeah. Well, that, so basically, what happens is the donkey from the second movie shows up again. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All, All right. right. So, speaking of sad, yes. Let's talk about one of the saddest things ever to happen. Yeah. Right. Like pathetically <laughs> sad. Well, the the it was big news on Twitter, I guess, the last couple of days, and you and I talked about it, uh, texting. Um, Dave Chappelle was doing a stand-up comedy show in San Francisco, and he brought out Elon Musk and introduced him as the richest man in the world. Which is, like, really funny. Was true at the time. Yeah, it was. Right, the next, I was like, it makes it the funniest joke when, like, the next day he literally was not the richest man in the world anymore. (laughs) And, um, anyway, Elon Musk comes out clearly expecting uh adulation and applause and he got booed he got booed pretty bad you know i mean like i i, I wouldn't say it was 100 percent of the people there booing him but Did the boos were loud like pathetic like 90 percent were actually cheering and 10 percent were booing and... yeah but you hear the booze but yeah he came out with like this tortured explanation of like how it wasn't that bad which is ex- no how you know it was exactly that bad um <laughs> And then the the video is really phenomenal because Elon Musk looks 
confused at first. He brings him out and he's talking, and then like people are booing. And then Chappelle goes on this like rant of making fun of he's like, Well, that's all the poor people in the back seats. And he he says some and the n-word a bunch of times and refers to them I yeah guess, those late people who bought the tickets too late or they're or they're the poor ones so of course the poor people could be the ones that are gonna um those are gonna be the ones that hate you Elon Musk, mr rich man like right you know they're jealous we're rich and these poor this... losers and it's like what and then like and then you're like look it up you're like oh let's find out how much the cheapest seats were in san francisco to see Dave Chappelle. They were like $250 each. Yeah. You feel like just to go there and basically watch a giant monitor and see right. a little tiny speck talking in a mic. That's pathetic. It first is. Of all. And to insult your audience like that. Like, listen, I get it. He's an edgelord douchebag, and that is his bit. And some people, like, if you're still seeing Chappelle to, to this day, after yeah. all the transphobia and all the other lame shit he says over the years um you kind of you kind of i i see it's like you you, you kind of had it coming dude you know like yeah. i mean i'm sorry i have no sympathy for any of those people like who paid the money to see him like at this point if you were that like you fi- clearly are fine with the transphobia and all right. the other shit he says i mean the joke is supposedly that like a lot of people hate Musk, not just because, I mean, first of all, this is in San Francisco, so you're near, like, I think it's literally where the office is for Twitter. I think so, office. yeah. And it's like thousands of people were fired. And I guarantee you some of those people were there. People know people who were fired. People mm-hmm. who probably, probably work in companies that deal with Twitter got fired because of, like, whatever business changes are happening in Twitter that, like, these people are like, fuck you. And first of all, like, Dave Chappelle's supposed to be this, like, I, I never understood that people say, like, this guy is all about himself. Did you see that video of him from, like, a couple months ago where he went to, like, some weird school board meeting and he didn't like something and he's like, I'm yeah. going to put or something. And it was right. like, and it was so petty. I forgot about that, yeah. Yeah, it was, like, some real petty shit. Like, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, he, it was it was real um, awful. Um, threatened to pull funding. Let's see if I can find what this was. It was like some petty shit. Yeah, it was. It was pull funding some from Yellow Spring, Ohio, if it doesn't mix affordable housing plan. Right. Wow. What a man of the people. Affordable housing plan. Oh, oh, he should wear a monocle when he does. Yeah. That. Like, it's just, first of all, who, who cares? Like, he brings him out. Like, he's the richest man in the world. Like, okay well i just don't like this idea of like he's a celebrity because he's wealthy like that what look i get what's he doing for the world yeah i get sports heroes in the world you mean he's like the biggest parasite in the world astronauts and if you're in san Um, francisco and you're in california you probably hate musk for a couple reasons one he left because he didn't want to pay taxes and he right, didn't follow yeah. regulations during the uh, pandemic. Yep. Moved his operations to Texas. He uh, He's responsible for basic... He is one of the lead people responsible for destroying the high-speed rail that was supposed to go from San Francisco yeah. to LA. Yep. He's responsible. He made some... Bull- I'm going to make a tunnel. What? A fucking underground death trap? That- a hyperloop. 
Yeah, which was like, and then when they showed it, it was like, dude, this guy's a fucking grifter. Who's monorail? Like, like at least a monorail guy made a monorail. And a country song. In the Simpsons, they they always That's say he's a monorail guy. But yeah. at the end of the day, the mon the joke was the we were told that the monorail guy was bad because he made a shitty monorail. Right, but he made but a monorail. Still a monorail to be had. True. Yeah. Like. This guy doesn't deliver on anything. Oh, we're going to Mars. If we do, it ain't going to be really because of you. No, what are you going to do? Like live in a concrete box for six months and come home? Six months. It'll take you, uh, let's see, at this course, it will take like a year to get there. Mm -hmm. Uh, You will live in a place where there's nothing. You'll barely survive. If if you survive. Yeah. Uh, and then you come back and you'll just have a bunch of like psychologically damaged people <laughs> who like lived in a fucking like we live on earth. I'm so tired. Like I was always thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, man, it'd be great to go to bars if we had like a real national international plan to do mm-hmm. it. And we had a like like it's cool to just go there and like I'm the first man on Mars. <laughs> okay, cool. Put your flag down. Let's go home. But yeah. then you find out like what it takes to do it. And it's like, oh, I can see why we haven't. But the idea of like, oh, I'm going to put people on there. We're going to like, like, dude, you can't even fix shit here. Yeah. Flint you can't go a day or two. doesn't have though. clean water. If you yeah. can't have clean water in Flint, Michigan, why? how could we have sustainable life on Mars? That's insane. Yeah. Well, I, think, I, I too- think that's so stupid. I think, too, the broader reason why Elon Musk got booed so bad is because he's made Twitter terrible. Well, I mean, that's definitely another. He's also a maggot chud. There's a lot of factors. He's a transphobe. He's been posting. He's a right wing piece of shit. He's been posting. He put out like the next day of it. He put out like fighting the woke mind virus. And I was like, dude, and like I see a tweet from Kyle Brittenhouse. And I'm like. I don't know which one's which, honestly. Yeah. They basically tweet the same garbage. Really? I mean, it's... Uh, He's it's let not... Nazis back on. He's let, like... I don't think... It, I don't think... People, like, the people booing him, there's, there's so many reasons to boo him. Yeah. There is. Like, yeah. he was supposed to be the guy that would... And that's what I, that's what I always said about it. It's like, okay, back in, like, 2010... And then, like, I remember even, like, the early, like, pre-2015, I was like, okay, I could understand what people think this guy's cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's a little different from, like, your typical billionaire or whatever. But the fact is, if he really was, like, I want to make sure that uh, we are green energy, that we are, the carbon footprint is eliminated, that we have more efficient battery life, Mm -hmm. then you would find a way... That the average person can buy these things, and he yeah. never did that. They're all luxury products. They're all, and I'm sorry, but people who are well-meaning in the end don't mm-hmm. become billionaires, right? Yeah, let's. That doesn't mean no, like or like, and you knew. I mean, he was already shitty to begin with. Like I said, the big one was the Thai cave incident. That was right. like, okay, this guy's a shitbag. The whole thing with Dogecoin and all that and the crypto yep. scams. Like, I love it. It's like the right wing, like, attacks the Sam. Uh, yeah. Uh, I Friedman. The guy Friedman? donated in public to the Democrats. So they yeah. always said this guy was like a Democrat donor. 
And then it was found out behind the scenes he donated the same amount to Republicans. Yeah, he was a pretty he wanted, equal he opportunity a person. Clout to look like he's a progressive, but in reality, he was just another douchebag. And yeah. he was donating for every dollar, he was pretty much giving it to the Republican Party under the table. And the and the Republicans, like, again, this is like the same thing. It's like they pick their billionaires that they like and they yep. kiss like must ass. It's like, and they kiss cryptocurrencies ass, mm-hmm. but like, but not this guy. I don't know why, they, I don't know why they're specifically going after this guy with the very Jewish sounding name. I don't yeah, know it's a mystery. It's a mystery. I can't, I haven't figured it out yet. I can't put my finger on it. Oh, that's my friend Kanye West. What do you think? <laughs> I like Hitler. What? Unreal. Oh, sorry. That's Kanye. He's telling us he likes Hitler. Well, I think all of this kind of is like percolating on Twitter. I, I'll tell you, I, I go on Twitter a lot less than I used to, but every time I'm on now, I just feel terrible about the whole experience. It's just like a lot of, um, it's a lot of noise. It's not even like, like, look, sometimes I, I get it. You're going to be exposed to viewpoints with which you disagree. That's going to happen, you know, and to some extent that's like pretty positive. But now it's like, if I read anything by someone I even like, immediately all these terrible takes by accounts with like 10 posts and 10 followers are just like prioritized. Like, that's what I got to read first. I yeah, read- or I'm con- all I get now is literally Republican politicians. And they'll say some shit like, this reporting foe follows them but like okay but they follow other people why are you recommending matt tomassi or mark Taylor green i don't and not the progressives that they follow every time i yeah i don't comment on his posts uh as much you know and but all i'll see is kyle rittenhouse marjorie taylor green uh it's just a string of like these bizarro right-wing lunatics I still get like Lauren. I don't think I've ever commented on a Lauren Weber post. I, I get tons see, of her I stuff. I see her less because I every time it got to the point, especially after she won, I just was like, I don't want to see this person's tweets anymore. So I put see less of. Mm-hmm. I put see less of Ben Shapiro. I have been. I don't see him now. I only see him if like something got retweeted. I pretty much put see less of all these like right wing. Yeah, clients. I do that too with with not great results. Um, it, I mean, they always somehow end up, but I do see them less. The other thing I will tell you, the one thing too, with Twitter, especially with right wingers is that if you comment once on their thing, Oh yeah. Twitter will show you every tweet from that right winger. (laughs) And then because of that, that's when I'm like, I don't want to see this person. And then I don't see them. So Mm. it's like, it's my fault for even commenting. Interacting. Like, but that's bullshit. I interact with like other accounts and those don't come back to me. So... It's it's ridiculous, um, but uh, real quick, I just want to show you. Uh, oh, real quick, uh, back to the HBO thing because I'm looking at some of the old tweets. Yeah. Dan Slott, he was a he's a comic writer for Marvel. He's done like some of the best comic stories recently. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like I don't know if he's the guy who invented it, but he wrote all the like Spider Verse stuff. So mm, if you like the, cool. the Spider Verse movie and all that, kind of came from him. He wrote, I'm just going to show up to Hollywood, lie, and tell oh, yeah. people I wrote two seasons of a show that no longer exists on HBO Max. And hey. I mean, then this one person wrote, I'll never forget how you took a chance and staffed me as a new writer on that show. <laughs> like all these people are like, yeah, and I directed it. It was great. That's Waking funny. Up, people are like, oh, that second season was so good. <laughs> it's too bad it didn't get canceled. 
Um, someone updated the classic Apu jumping in front of oh, uh-huh. Elon, uh, Homer. It said it would say like Elon Musk is Homer, and then weird. Oh, nerds. No, that's supposed to be James Woods, actually. It's from the James oh, Woods oh. episode. Uh, and Chappelle, I mean, uh, Dave Apu jumping in front, and they put Dave Chappelle. And then the booze are like, nice. <laughs> that one's pretty good. I wrote, Elon Musk is no longer the richest man in the world. This makes Dave Chappelle telling his audience last night that Elon Musk is the richest man in the world. His funniest joke in years. Yeah. Fighting, mm. fighting satire from Dave Chappelle. Right there. <laughs> like, look over there, guys. The richest man in the world, buddy. Well. He no, he did it. Yeah. Uh, I but- posted an image with them. It's like them back... See, and it's the George Kong quote. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. Yeah, and that's right? a funny thing. It's like a man. Like so Dave Chappelle's supposed to be this like poet laureate, it's modern day like. Yeah. Uh, what's that guy's name? That writer with the crazy white hair. Um, people always uh, like dress like they do like reenactments of him. You know, talking about um Mark Twain, are you? Yeah, Mark Twain. Yeah, okay. Like he got the Mark Twain Award. He's supposed to be this. Oh yeah, guy. yeah. And it's like. He's just a bootlicker to like the rich and the wealthy in his class. Like, imagine if George Carlin was like, Oh no, I'm gonna tell you the seven daily words, and now I'm at it. Let's bring out Lee Coca from G. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, George Carlin, like, would never do that. No, like, but do you, like, that's what I said. Like, even like all these things, like, you go to see him, and he's like, He is the richest man. It made me think of, uh, that show Silicon Valley, which you've never watched. No, I don't know why you never watched it. Mm. It's like you don't, you don't like good things. It's fine. It's fine. I think it's out of spite. I've asked you to watch it. <laughs> no, I gotta watch uh, the Ring, whatever that shit is on uh, right. Netflix. There's a new season of uh, Clam Bake Off, and uh, <laughs> you know the <laughs> yeah. lower Uncton cooking show. Watching a docu series on fonts. <laughs> Zion of time. I, I gotta watch they're doing, a bunch of shows that only have one season. They're doing Times New Roman next. They're doing <laughs> instead of one of the best, funniest satires on the Sil- Silicon Valley in years. But no, <laughs> um, even though they've there's some, I'm sure if I went back and watched some of it, there's some like cringy shit on mm, there sure. like, where they kiss Elon Musk's ass and stuff. Um, there's a part where like the billionaire guy that's like helps invest and he's played mm-hmm. by this guy. He does such a great job. Like he's just an asshole, this guy. And he's telling the main character, like, he shows up with the car, and the main character is thinking, like, oh, you're gonna give this to me? It's like a gift. Yeah, yeah. And the joke is like, no, he's just showing and bragging. I'm like, yeah, I finally got the car. Like, and you're just like, I don't fucking care. Right, good for you. Like, I paid. God, like, okay, I paid two fifty for the worst seats, or God knows what people paid for the front row or right. first hundred seats to have this guy come out and be like, he's re- like, who gives a shit? Like, tell a joke. What the yeah. fuck did we pay? And that's how you know that's how it ended the night. Oh, I did not know that. That's how it ended. Yeah. Like, so I said, uh, oh yeah, that photo again with Chappelle with Rogan and yeah, yeah, Musk and I think that's Grimes. And I said, funniest part about this photo is that Chappelle immediately got COVID. If you don't find that funny, then you clearly don't understand comedy. Now, I made that joke because I remember when I first put out a thing about uh, Chappelle attacking trans people, I got yeah. all these people telling me that I didn't understand what comedy was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big, I, right. 
I thought that was really funny, actually. I was like, this is, you honestly don't understand comedy because I think what you're saying is hysterical. <laughs> and you have, like, it is just not, you know, yeah. they're like the kind of humor where you smack somebody, you know? Right. Somebody's falling you, up a building and dying. They think you push funny. a blind person. Like, yeah. <laughs> into, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. So you're going to pay $11 for Twitter Blue? No. No. <laughs> no. I think it's funny that it was eight. And then Elon Musk found out that even though this has been known since the inception of the App Store, right. when uh, Steve Jobs basically said, we charge 30%. It covers all costs. You're not paying for any yeah. of these other things. And I mean, yeah, it's a hefty fee or whatever. He didn't realize that, supposedly, and decided, okay, well, I don't want to lose any money. So for anyone who has iOS, you have to pay $11. That's like yeah. the joke. So you're paying three extra bucks, which is kind of like 30% more. Right. So in reality, he still gets his, his what he thinks is his $8. I don't know who would pay for this shit, personally. Yeah. I see a surprising number of people paying for it. Um, like who? Oh, just in, in like comments and stuff. I'll look and say, like, oh, well, who yeah, I know. It's like all these like weird, like chuds that have like 200 followers, and you're yep. like, oh, wow, they're. I love those memes of like people spotting the fake yeah. blue check mark. Yeah. If I they... will. Yeah, go ahead. What? No, I will say that, like, it is true that I don't see like pure bots having it as often as I see like, like, just regular accounts with just a few followers, just a few whatever, and they're trying to make a good go of it, you know, like they think they have something to say, but they're mostly just like horrible, kind of like racist, conservative activist accounts, you know. So I just couldn't believe that Baked Alaska was put back on the guy, the January 6th guy. I'm just like, why? What does he have to add to anything? Yeah. Like, well. I mean, I just don't see where the I don't see where this goes because it will get worse, not better, you know, unless you pump the brakes. And Elon Musk has said he doesn't want to pump the brakes, so it'll get worse. And eventually, you have to pay like a billion dollars or something just to keep Twitter even afloat, like a year or something. Crazy yeah, I think like their that. costs are pretty significant. It's like someone who bought like an overpriced house and didn't realize, like, oh, I have to pay like property tax, right? Or, yeah. Like, I have to pay utilities. I have to pay. Well, <laughs> there might be an HOA, you know, like, yeah, oh, I have to pay sewage. What, you know, like, I don't know where he's going with it though, because it's only going to get increasingly less attractive to advertisers. Yeah. I mean, advertisers look at their numbers, they look at like who clicks on what. They look to see if they got any purchases for, I and mean, they, they, there's metrics. Some you of know, those ads were really bad. Like some of them were like, I'm like, is this even a real thing? Mm -hmm. Someone posted one of like this weird like raw game with the tongue, and we're yeah. like, wow, this is sad. These are the ads we're seeing now. Like you see well, ads for like car companies and yeah, companies. But if all you attract to Twitter are the worst people that just are there to say the worst things, they're not going to be clicking on ads or anything. I mean, they're not going to be like Facebook has built it so that i know facebook is a shit show too but like people click on ads it, it's 
not super confrontational all the time. It's like oh, it feels like a safe environment where you can click on stuff. Twitter There's just an ad I saw for ball sack moss remover. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter just seems like why would you want like my goal in Twitter is to get what I want or get what I need and get out of there. You know, like it's like going into a, a it's like stopping for gas in a in a terrible location. You know, you just want to get I will the gas. Say, um, hold on, I'm gonna sneeze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bless you. Okay. I was gonna say that um, the joke is about this whole Elon Musk on Twitter. I mean, going on Chappelle and looking like an idiot and everything like that is that. That was the most I used it actively for like uh, in a while, like in a day. Yeah, right. right. Interest, like that one. And I was getting like good reception on my tweet. So it made me want to say more. And I was just like, okay, this is funny. I mean, it's all at his expense. So yeah, yeah. hey, good on you, boss. You know, <laughs> the boss should always, uh, you know, take a joke, even though this guy has no sense of humor right. at all. Uh, I, I brought up one thing too. I said, Elon Musk dissolved the Trust and Safety Council on Twitter. Yeah recently let's see what this non-essential group was responsible for the ed, uh, advisory formed in 2016 dealt with hate speech child exploitation yeah suicide and self-harm no big deal at all and there's like some fucking lady there's all these like dick riders and this guy named like matt wallace i see this guy oh yeah and all this guy does is like just literally fillet elon musk on twitter yeah. all the time like and there's some lady saying, like, probably some QAnon freak who's like, Musk is making sure that childs are protected. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? He just dissolved the fucking, like, whatever advisory board that dealt with that. It's bizarre. I mean, like, I, I've been more shocked. I heard that, that Gary Glitter is joining the advisory <laughs> board. Well, it's just the sheer amount of just, like, basic wrong information out there and i yeah i mean i i don't know it's it's real depressing i don't i don't know how much longer i'll be able to stay on twitter i mean i'm obviously i'm there i go on the website every day check the headlines um but uh I'm super bummed about hive that sucks Hive i thought had true potential yeah to like be a uh let me see it's still yeah it still fucking says it's been like two weeks now. Hive servers are currently down. Mm. Like there was a couple of days where nothing was there. And now there's stuff there. But you can't post on there. You can't do anything. And I'm like, it was it was getting momentum. I had like people retweeting or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever my stuff on there. And like I was building up like a little bit of a following. And I was like, holy shit, this could be. Like I was getting like 35 likes on a drawing. I'm like, yeah, hey, yeah. not bad for a fucking app yeah that new has, platform like, right a tiny uh percentage of whatever the big ones and it was growing i had like 50 followers in one day i was like and they just shit the bed and i was like damn this sucks because i truly believe this was like the perfect marriage of instagram and twitter where yeah it yeah has a similar feel to twitter but like it also feels more like instagram but unlike instagram um you can retweet things now instagram i've noticed they installed something not too long ago hmm. you can repost you could share people's posts 
in your stories. And I didn't know you could do that. You just oh, got to yeah. click the arrow and just sit sharing stories. So you don't have to do what you, what I used to do, which was do a screenshot and crop. Right. Down. Yeah. Now you can just share stories. So that is an improvement. I still believe that they should have uh, like a retweet of like a post. You would get less of those feeds. Yeah, I think you're right. People's uh, that would be, but that's what Hive was doing. Like it literally had like the, a retweet option. And that's hmm. why I was like, holy shit, you know, this could be like a potential. And I don't know, you know, some of these Silicon guys, these freaking app startups, they could have just gotten paid. Someone could have been like, who the fuck knows? Elon Musk could have sent them a check for like a hundred million, you know, yeah. five million dollars and said, go away. And hmm. now it just, I don't think this is ever going to get fixed. As far as I know, no. this app is dead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like they stole our information, <laughs> sold it to whoever already, and they, they moved on. Well, Mastodon, a... I don't even know if that's e- – I'd never go on that. I don't even know if that's even, like, functional. Oh, yeah, that's still trucking along. I mean, I'm, I don't go on it that often. At first, I was like, I'm going to go on it every day. And I did for, like, a week. The one I go on most often now is Post News. Um, journalists are starting to go on there. I'm getting what I needed from Twitter on there more so often i'll tell you the one thing no no place does better than twitter and this is just true is that in the minute breaking news stuff like that that's what twitter was always i mean that's what made twitter great yeah um so when you have like a reporter at a courtroom like that uh scott i forget his last name does the january 6 trials and whatever He's there and he posts updates and you follow his thread. And it's like, this is great. It's like having someone there tell you what's going on. But um, there's only a few reporters that do that. I just need them to go and post news or something. I mean, yeah, I know what you mean. There's like a lot of great like updates. Like that guy, Michael Hayden from SLP Center. Yep. Guys went to uh, the gala, whatever, at in... Uh, in New York City, Marjorie oh, yeah, yeah. was there. It was like a full-on like Nazi rally, like uh, Jack Pazobiak. Yeah, and I watched it. And they talked about. It. They said that like, you know, he posted a thing and he posted a picture of him. He's like wearing a tux and it says "Hello, fellow Republicans." Like, <laughs> and it's like they have to know who he is. Some of the people, and he said that it was like he was able to. He didn't do any. He didn't sneak in. He literally signed up under his name. Yeah, got in. And then Hannah guys got in there. They were there. The, there were these people in there. We had you kicked out. He was like, I was there for five hours. <laughs> we were there for five hours. We saw literally everything. And he was live posting everything on Twitter. Images of people speaking yeah. and stuff like that. And he brought up a good point. He said like this, this has been around forever, young Republicans thing, which is like the joke is he said he was probably like the youngest person there. Right. Like, he's in his 40s. <laughs> um how the Republican Party has been taken completely over by like the extreme right wing because he said like it's always been this was kind of like a Republican thing like George Pataki yeah. or whatever and now you have like fucking Jack Pozobiec and Steve Bannon it's yeah like, just it's like grotesque on... what it's grotesque yeah the right has been Republicans have been completely taken over by Marjorie Taylor Greene and all these people mm-hmm. now I'm not shocked by it it is a um I mean, it is a form that they would have eventually gone to at some point. Yeah. Um, but they've definitely been pushed further to the extreme right. Oh, you yeah. You know, the, basically, whenever you watch like these, like back in the day, you would watch the uh, presidential primaries. 
Right. And you would have like the odd candidates to the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That were just like more extreme end of things. Like the Republicans always had like David Duke ones. would show up or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. not in the presidential primary, but they would have like just wackos who were just yeah, like, yeah. you know, uh, but they would never make it to even like the top three in the primary. True. The Democrats kind of same too. They didn't, you know, the extreme, like the Dennis Kucinich or whatever at the time, like they would be pushed to the side and be like a joke, you know right, what I mean? Right. But I feel like unlike the Democrats, the Republicans have allowed, fully allowed the wackos on the side. Yeah. Says I would prefer the so-called wackos on the left because they want like, you know, crazy things like right. Medicare for all. Universal you know? health care, yeah. Yeah, things like that, you know, clean environment, uh, good paying jobs, you know, uh, prenatal care. Yeah. All insane things, unlike the Republicans who, like, want to get rid of COVID, uh, any type of vaccines. Yeah, <laughs> it's... Mm. I don't know. All right, well, point back to Twitter. Well, I'm just saying, like, when you're talking about, like, the live posting, I, I don't, you know, it's like, again, it's like, I don't know what the end game of him owning Twitter is. I don't know, like, yeah. I well, mean, you could the conspiracy thing is just like the idea is to destroy it. That like, here's a platform that we didn't like that our people uh, were getting kicked off. Yeah, stream right that uh, were basically kicked off for. Let's see, what were they kicked off for? Uh, like Nazi shit and <laughs> some others. <laughs> I, I still don't get Elon Musk other than him just being an incredibly shitty person because um, tax evasion is not that hard for wealthy people. I mean, he could have kept avoiding taxes. Like, he could have. And the products he sells aren't naturally aligned with right-wing consumers. That's you know? always, I thought, was the weirdest thing. It's like, here's a guy who should be, like, the darling yeah. of the left but he's so anti-union anti-regulation like someone this guy dave wasserman uh yeah, yeah. He's like, i see him all the time on there he's like a former republican and he's mm -hmm. become a progressive and everything like that but he says why don't you ever respond to the left and why don't you do you know why do you hate the left or whatever and i left the comment saying because he is and it, this is to the point he is anti-union he's anti-regulations and someone else tweeted he's also anti-tax yeah there you go all the other stuff is bullshit. It's those three. He's a fucking capitalist, a, a yeah. vulture capitalist, and all the other stuff is just bullshit for his stupid base. But you're right. It's like the so-called like people who roll coal. Yeah. Like those are not people buying. You gotta buy electric cars. Yeah, yes, electric cars, as they would say. Yeah. You know. Like, they're not interested necessarily in like space travel or rockets. I mean, like they, if you build a rocket plant in their backyard, they'll be glad to go work there or whatever. But like, these aren't people that are saying, you know what, we need to invest more in space travel or space exploration. Well, they're I like, would just say the environmental part is yeah. the thing where I'm just like, they're like, their politics, they're like, whatever they believe, they don't, they think that they've been trained to think that like global warming is a joke. Yeah. So why would people like, it's just an odd, it's an odd thing. And you see like every day, like Tesla stock going down yep. more and more. I'm just yeah. shocked at some point, like, do anything like the board? Does Tesla have a board? Tesla does. Yeah. It's like, a publicly traded company. We're voting you out. 
I'm surprised they that could. hasn't even come up. Does he they have could. Much... what? They could. I'm pretty sure they could. You know, I mean, I don't know how much stock he owns in Tesla. He could still be the majority stakeholder, you know, but um, I think he could be kicked out of his role as CEO. You know, I don't know. I would never buy a Tesla now. I mean, not that I was like going to buy a Tesla before, but like if if Tesla does eventually make a car that competes with others, like, no. My, my... I heard that from what I've heard about Teslas is that like, well, obviously there's like the jokes about them catching fire and the, yeah, yeah. the so-called like AI driving, whatever is complete myth. It does not work. And it's like killed people or ran over things. Like it does not, it's not a true mm-hmm self-driving car they said it's like it's almost like a gps that's yeah just like, it's like if you let your apple gps drive your car for you or something Jesus. and i'm like well, i don't know if i wanted to do that right um they're the major car companies that you know they put out stinkers here and there yeah. but they've been reliably making safer vehicles over the decades and to a point they're making electric cars and when you hear about tesla like how like they can't even like make their cars like the door seal on a car. Oh. Like it, everything's like off. People talked about like these are like glued on. It's like it's not even like it's not really a car. It's like yeah. they're, it's a battery. They're My a battery. wife bought a hybrid vehicle and it's great. We took it on a long car trip recently. But I mean, yeah, I mean it's not an electric car, but I mean like no, but we could. I mean like an electric car. We could have purchased an electric car. You know the the price point of the car my wife bought was a, a Tesla was in the same ballpark, probably a little less. Um, no way I'm buying a Tesla now. You know, what I mean, like yeah. it, it's just not even on the. I don't. I don't even know. A lot of people are like, "Oh, you you buy Volkswagen?" I'm like, "Well, I sure. mean, like, okay, let's make the argument. Volkswagen it hasn't um uh, done that." They like haven't done that for like seventy bet, years. Yeah, I'll bet you like the world. I, I mean, you know, I you could go and say, well, the one bad thing Volkswagen did recently was they were lying about their emissions. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, historic. look, if you're going to participate in anything produced via the industrial revolution, you're going to be making some compromises. There, yeah, exactly. Just like, oh, do you drink Coca Cola? Do you yeah. eat bananas? Like, do uh, you eat, like? Well, we talked but about it's this. A, it's an idiotic thing to say because you have the owner of a company posting like "woke is, is a virus" and like yeah. propping up Nazis on Twitter. If if you are replatforming baked Alaska, you've made my car decisions a little easier, right? Like yeah. I don't, I can eliminate you from my list. I have never <laughs> considered Tesla a car that I would want to own. Yeah, I did. I, I thought they were cool looking. I was kind of excited about the green. Looking, but yeah. I just don't. And knowing more about him and hearing stories about it. Oh, when's that Cybertruck coming out? Yeah. Sure. I'll hold my breath. <laughs> yeah. That or or the Elon phone. When's that coming out? Yeah. It's just. So, uh, it's weird. It's um. It's a nonsensical company. He's not a he's not a serious person. Elon Musk is not a serious person. It was like who who owns a publicly traded company and starts tweeting out like prosecute Fauci, right? Like yeah, exactly. Like, it's like 
Fauci, this is like fucking the lamest right wing talking point. Fauci like, worked for Trump. This? Like what? he Fauci worked for Trump. He was like, yeah. I mean, like, do it. He was pushed to the fucking side. They yeah. make it sound like Fauci was this dictator. It's like, dude, he wasn't even allowed to speak. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I just don't see Elon Musk as a serious person. And I guess this is a, a good enough transition as any. But like, I don't see Kristen Cinema as a decent as a as a serious person. Kristen Cinema. Yeah. What is that? What. What's a Kristen Cinnabon? The the senator, former Cinnabon. Yeah, she she, she <laughs> uh, was a Democratic senator from Arizona. She was like a, a real the smallest D in front of that Democratic. <laughs> well, she she was a star for like a week when she got elected. It was like, wow, this is a real bisexual woman who was part of the Green Party at one yep. point. And now it, she won a seat in arizona and it was like by the skin of her teeth too it but she won i mean th- this was not like now it seems like if a democrat runs in arizona they got a shot but back not that long ago no was like, arizona was red as fuck yeah it was always like considered reliably red state so um so kristen cinema won and immediately she started disappointing people uh and um uh it it kind of accumulated right after uh warnock won his special election she left the democratic party i remember when uh trump was giving one of his like this was like a year into her senate as a senator and i heard stories about her and there was yeah yeah. she's pretty like like people think she's like progressive but she's like pro very pro corporate and everything like that i was like what and i remember like there was like something about the tax cuts or something like that uh, with Trump during the State of the Union, and she was like literally the only Democrat standing clapping, yeah, like, with her stupid like, uh, like muscle top, like she's yeah. like, oh look at me, I'm a badass, and it's like, dude, you're just a fucking like joke. Remember the fucking she dressed up like a fucking freshman college dorm yeah. person and showed up and gave a curtsy with a thumbs down to yeah. like people's livelihoods. It was like, what the it's, fuck is that? I think even more disappointing, Democrats funneled a ton of money at her to win that race. And they've she like given her, they yeah. said that the other real thing is they've given her like important positions in the Senate, which was right. weird because she's like, it was like something like freshman senators don't get this. Yeah. Well, her, making her even more powerful. I have heard, I've heard from a couple people that seem to like know her. That said, she is a little more progressive than you would give her credit for. It's just that often she will um, turn her back on her own principles to advance her career or to make a buck, you know? Well, okay, so, you know, there's the whole classic, like, I'm socially conservative, but... Yeah. Fiscally conservative, and, like, that's not a thing. You can't have your cake and eat it, too. Right. Conservative fiscally has lots of connotations of racism in it and historically and she's a fucking sellout and she you know her and mansion have like proven that you know they've like took advantage of the power they had by being like yeah democrats having barely any you know a slimmest of majorities in the senate literally just the vice president to break each vote 
And then these two, you know, people, of course, they conspiracies like, oh, they're used, like, Biden uses them to like stall things. And I'm like, oh, uh, that's bullshit. No, I you know, I mean, yeah. that's so cynical. Like, listen, there might be like, you could probably find a kernel of truth in there somewhere, but come on, on everything, that's just bullshit. No. It's a, okay, if that was true, then. She wouldn't be going like fundraising with Mitch McConnell all the fucking time. Yeah, you. If that were true, you could find you could find anyone to kibosh a plan briefly. You know, Joe Manchin uh, has been quite like uh, campaigning with like Lindsey Graham. Yeah, and hanging out on like a yacht with them. You know, it's like yeah. people suck. They, it it's not like oh, they're secret agent Dems doing the bidding of evil Biden doesn't want any progress done. It's like no, these two just suck, and they literally work with the republicans to suck i don't think kristen cinema i think it's gonna kristen cinema is gonna be like when lisa murkowski left the republican party not much is gonna change you know she will caucus with the democrats we'll she see there's two years where we're gonna find out it's mm -hmm, true when what she could fuck up you know i mean thankfully i mean yes it does make the warnock win even more important now sure but it kind of sucks because it was like that one extra seat the Dems would have. And her doing that, she claims she's going to caucus with the Dems. You know, Joe Learman said the same thing, and he yeah, he was full of shit. Now, the joke is people are like, okay, she did this to avoid a primary because she was going to get primary. Oh, yeah. Democrats in Arizona fucking hate her. And as they should. Yep. She is uh, did a bait and switch on them. Oh yeah, they thought they were like uh, voting in this progressive woman who, and I mean, like, just that video of her giving the thumbs down. I mean, it's so That's disgusting. Brutal. Yeah, it's like who the and, and they said the difference between her and Joe Manchin is like she does not do any interactions with her constituents. Oh ever. yeah, right. No town halls, no office hours. Nothing. Just, yeah, nothing. She is a fucking grifter. And like they said, the difference between her and Joe Manchin is like he said, we've talked about this before. You know what to expect with him. True. And he does have relationships with people. And deep down, at the end of the day, he is a Democrat versus whatever the fuck she is. Yeah, Manchin you can work with. I mean, he, he's still kind of a, a shitty person, but like, agreed. I mean, you know what you're getting. He's pretty consistent. Yeah. I don't know. It's just. You know, she has no value. She clearly has no values. Yeah. Which is, well, you know, she just reminds me of, like, some of these, like, personalities I've seen on, like, YouTube and, like, Twitter and stuff like that. They were, like, these people who were, like, I call them, like, Bernie supporters, but they, they hated the Dems, mm -hmm. but they were Bernie supporters. And the, all those people, after Bernie lost the primary, all those people yeah. became, like, right-wing grifters. Right. Yeah, and within months they were all, and now they're like specifically right wing grifters, and it's like that's kind of what she reminds me of. It's just like these like fake leftists, fake progressives that like yeah, you know, it's all about like okay, what are you actually delivering me? Like I don't care what you claim your personality is or the jokes you make or what you're saying. Right. Like if you're speak, if you're advocating for the right, you're not an ally. No. No, clearly not. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of disappointing to see that because, you know, it was like, it was like we all kind of, I mean, we, even though we, it was possible Christian, that Herschel Walker could have won, 
Oh, it yeah. It's still like nice to finally end the 2022 election and have right. Warnock win and then have this fucking like just. Yeah. This yeah. harpy. <laughs> it's like fucking just. And she put out this bullshit video. And it's funny too because it's like, okay, you see the state. They just elected a Democratic governor. Yeah. They just elected a Democratic. Uh, what's the one that? They a governor, a secretary of state, yeah, and I think an attorney general, and another attorney general. Yeah. They elected Mark Kelly into a full seat. Yeah, they elected. Uh, I don't know if there's any other small races or whatever, but regardless, the state is pretty blue now. And she puts out this bullshit video saying that like, oh, people don't like the left or the right. It's like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? They do there in your state. People like they the do. Democrats in Arizona. There was just an election. It was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? People don't, like, it, it, and again, it's like that Tulsi Gabbard shit. Mm-hmm. Tulsi Gabbard, all she does now is just attack trans kids. Like, yeah, that's she's an odd one. Yeah, yeah, it, I'm putting it nicely. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I don't know. I, I, yeah. Well, so I mean, I would say that people are like, oh, she's gonna screw up for the Dems, and this is what I think. What's gonna happen? Hmm. One, it frees up the Dems to put in, uh, pick a new candidate. True. You don't have to worry about primarying her now because she's not, she's not a Democrat. Right. Just put up a Democratic nominee. And they're like, oh, some nut like Carrie Lake might run, and that is a strong possibility that Carrie Lake might run for Senate. Um, sure. But I think people are probably gonna be tired of her by then. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, she's proven to be like a sore loser. I'm sure yeah. there's still like a 25% that would willingly vote for her. Right. But I think what will happen is, and this is what happened with Lieberman. Lieberman lost his primary in 2006. Uh-huh. And the he tried to claim, he ran as an independent. Right. And what happened was there was a Republican that ran. The Republican Party fully supported That's Lieberman. right. Paul Rove was helping him. He was a fuck. He was the Republican candidate with an eye in front. Yeah. Well, he was. I think he was CFL or something. It wasn't like Canada, uh, Connecticut for Lieberman or something. He had some, some old, weird, yeah, which party. is just yeah. independent bullshit. Like, yeah. Um, but he had Republican campaign managers. Like, he had people that worked yep. on the Bush campaign working for him. It was all about and idiot Democrats that. Uh, he was able to win when he should have lost. Yeah. Because, you know, obviously all the Republicans went on and the Republican that ran was uh, DOA. He was just like, yeah, there. I remember that was, race pretty well. It was Lieberman versus, I, I forgot the guy's name. Didn't he end up becoming governor at some point? Gosh. I don't remember. Who who did the Democrats run? Ned Lamont, was it? or It might have been. Let me see. Lieberman. I think Lamont was the Democrat. Gosh, that was a that was a while ago. Um, Ned Lamont, yeah, Ned yeah, Lamont okay. beat him in the primary because people were sick of him. He was right. Like, he was a hundred percent behind the Iraq War. He proved to be like just a kind of like just a snake in the grass. Yeah, um, and yeah, people voted him out in the primary and he announced immediately he was going to run as an independent and the joke was that he had basically the republicans all voted for him except for a few and then some idiots on the democratic side who just no name brand voted for him 
instead of the fact that like hey he he lost the primary for a reason guys maybe he should like right well my fear this is what i think will happen in arizona is that if and there's a couple things i also think that kirsten simmer doesn't run i think she's done this is her way to just cash out uh completely cash out as big as possible i don't think i bet you there's a good chance she decides yeah i did my one term i made my millions i'm done um and yeah, she probably doesn't even like being a senator. She probably just clearly gonna... doesn't. She doesn't yeah. give a fuck about. It. I'm sure she likes the power. Yeah. But this is what I think will happen: is that the Democrats will have a primary. They'll pick their candidate. The Republicans will have a candidate too. But really, what they'll do is they'll put their money behind cinema. Now, the thing is, mm. I think unlike Lieberman, Lieberman, even regardless if he lost his primary, Lieberman was an established name in the Democratic Party for decades. Yeah, he was the freaking VP candidate in 2000. Kristen Sinema is a nobody. I mean, she's only been around right. one term. She's per- she betrayed all her constituents that vote. Like people that voted her, that ran her campaign and stuff, hate her guts. Yeah, like, yeah. A lot of people laughed. Completely laugh, sold them out. There's people like saying like she should return all her money back to the Democratic Party. Like, mm. not going to. But if she does run, if she decides to run again, I guarantee you that. The Republicans will run a bullshit candidate. Really, what they'll do is they'll yeah, I think you're right. Cinema and hope that some morons don't vote for the Democratic candidate that runs because mm. you know it's like I said, like the idea of like keeping her is no, you get rid yeah. of her. You gotta, yeah, you gotta ex- get rid exercise of her. That. She's got to go. Like she's a cancer. She's proven to be a cancer. Yeah. Like I said, just that curtsy, that fucking... That's, that was disgusting. That was, like, this is supposed to be, like, someone in the party that, like, you know, it's supposed to be the antithesis of, like, Ted Cruz. And uh, honestly, like, even Ted Cruz wouldn't have done that. Yeah. That would uh, actually yeah. be kind of funny if he was like, nah, I'm going to curtsy. <laughs> and he doesn't... <laughs> curtsy, he doesn't I'm going to do thing. the gritty. <laughs> what? Do the gritty. Do the gritty. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Well... Yeah. Let's talk about, let's see. Well, I, not, well, go ahead. What I, I wrote the next one down is Defense of Marriage Act, but that is the old name. The, the new one is the Respect for Marriage Act. So uh, this was the one that basically codified gay marriage. But the yeah. thing I don't think people realized was that this wasn't just about gay marriage. This also codified in Clarence Thomas's marriage. Right, right. Yeah. And I think Mitch McConnell's. because uh, And Mitch McConnell voted against it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, people are like, oh, and he's like, he didn't give a fuck. He's rich as fuck. His wife's rich as fuck. Yeah. People care. He yeah. probably voted against because he knew it's going to win anyway. And then he could say, tell his people, whatever, like, welcome. Yeah, I don't mind that. Like, oh, just like you. What? I don't mind that. I mean, like, in theory, um, like, there's, well, whatever. I mean, like, the, the big thing is that um, that it was passed and Biden signed it. And now it's the law. And it's it's a federal protection for. I just think it's funny that this all happened because well, one because of Roe v. Wade, but also because of Clarence Thomas's big ass mouth. Yeah, yeah, right. And the that's joke true. is that he benefits from it in the end. Yeah, I I don't honestly think that this law necessarily stops the Supreme Court from getting involved. They've shown already that they're pretty lawless and they don't care. Um, right, but if a... it's a law, what can they do to it? Who knows? They could say it's unconstitutional. That happens all the time. 
I think if it if they voted into a law. No, because you can't like you couldn't pass a law that that violates a previous law. That's that's why all these gun laws get thrown out. You you can't have a law that says even if everyone passed it and whatever. But is there a law in the Constitution that says that you can't marry a? They'll say it's it'll. I I think it, it, it. I think they. I, I think there's a big big enough buffer now. Oh yeah, no, I I agree. I, I, I agree that they'll. That doesn't mean they're going to stop them from. I guess that's doing my some point. shitty take on something. But I my think point they, is that nobody should ever relax on no, anything. No, no, <laughs> they need to. Honestly, what they should have been doing now is co- trying to codify Roe v. Wade. Yeah, yeah. They should. They should do it. Like they should have done it now. Well, the conservatives now are angry that the that people are mailing out um, morning after pills. They're trying to criminalize uh, yep. morning after pills. So, any anytime any Republican says we're not trying to do, they are. They're one hundred percent trying to do that. Well, thing. I know it's hysterical. Like we don't want people getting involved in your lives. Like that's all you do. Yeah, you want to it's, dictate how everyone lives. It's crazy. I I would say. That um, that the Respect for Marriage Act, I, I've been calling it the Defense of Marriage Act, but that was the one Clinton That signed. was the Clinton bullshit yeah. that made things right. worse for gay people, yes. actually. Uh, but this one fixes that. And it yes. says that you, you that there's a federal acknowledgement of the right to gay marriage. I just passed. think it's funny, though, that, again, that it wasn't just about gay marriage, that it literally codifies yeah. a decision from like the 60s when it had to do with like interracial marriages which yeah. is insane that that should be in threat it's so. insane because you heard some republicans talking about that and i i mean look i i'm i'm aware that my own experiences aren't uh necessarily proof that anything is common or uncommon <laughs> but i know so many people that are involved in like interracial marriages or partnerships or whatever like it almost feels stupid to talk about it you know what i mean it's it shouldn't like even be a, it, it sh- it, it's it, like it, it shouldn't it, be anything yeah it's, it's veering into the territory where like when i was a little kid like i'd hear my grandparents say like well she she has a job you know like talking about like a woman in the workplace yeah, like yeah. how remarkable that was you know he's like, not barefoot and pregnant right she she We're, works she actually had her own career you know like like if, i was watching uh there's a show called like tammy it's white tammy Wynette and oh, yeah uh, yeah and miller is that his name i think george so miller? george miller glenn miller's the big band guy george yeah miller's the country george miller guy. and tammy Wynette played by uh michael shannon and uh crap i forgot her name the redhead woman is it reba reba no. mcintyre no no no, she's she's been in tons of stuff. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything she was in recently. Is it Shania Twain? No, it's not a country singer. It's an actual actress. It's really it, good, actually. But they, you know, the whole thing is like she was married to somebody else, and there's like all yeah. these like, laws. And this is like the, I don't know, it was like the early '70s or whatever years. Right, right. And it was like, yeah, you know, the woman has like no fucking rights. I mean, yeah. this is talking. I mean, like even in the '80s, women couldn't get like a credit card. <laughs> well. Like, I don't think people realize like how far we've come. Oh yeah. Like how 
many rights. It's like that's what the right wing does, though. What they do is they try to convince people to believe that, like, it's like the same thing after like gay marriage happened and everything like that. And they try to convince people that, like, oh, they're taking things too far, like woke or whatever. Yeah. And they try to ignore the fact that, like, like I saw some Nimrod tweet. It had some. I don't know what the fuck it was about. But this like Republican guy is talking about how he's married to like his uh his wife's black or something, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, you don't even see like the irony or like understand that like your marriage would be completely invalid. Like, like, do you think that it was a conservative that made your the idea of you being able to have an interracial yeah. marriage legal in this country? It, it never was. It's it, bizarre. Conservatives it's just... stand in the way of everything. Any yeah. Any like progressive choice, but because something's around a couple of years, and like if something's been around for a couple of decades or a couple of years, mm-hmm. people like convince themselves to think that like, oh, it's just this thing that magically happened. Yeah. It had nothing to do with like decades of advocates and like progressive people and like getting is... the right lawmakers involved. Yeah, to get get the right judges involved to like make anything legal. It's like they want you to not think that. Like it's it's just this thing that magically happened one day. Well, it's weird. Like up until recently, and we've talked about this before on the show, the gay rights movement was like incredibly successful and and almost a model of how things should be done. I mean, I remember thinking like it just seemed like overnight, like there was gay marriage and then gay. Well, I think the internet definitely can help yeah. with uh movements and, and and it could be it could hamper too but you know you gotta understand during the civil rights movements all stuff like you didn't have that kind of stuff the yeah. media was easily controlled by a couple of networks yeah. and you know it was like except for some maybe like some underground like newsletters and <laughs> small papers like right. you get information to flow you know it's very easy to like control a narrative back yeah. then you can't you can control a narrative now but True. You know, it's a little trickier excuse me um so i think that's the reason why it moved quicker things just yeah. move quicker in general yeah. um but you, i think you've got to realize that this argument's been going on for decades it oh, seems yeah. like it's been moved quicker because these people were not allowed to be seen at all yeah, it wasn't until like you couldn't see, you, these people couldn't be seen. So we start to see them because like Ellen DeGeneres comes out on our show. Yeah, yeah. And, like there's a couple of like big names. People start to see them. They're like, oh, okay, they're not all Freddie Mercury characters and like a shitty comedy. Right. Like these are actual people, and it seems quicker because we've only been allowed to see them in the public space. Mm. Over point. the past decade or two, when in reality they've been there the entire time, it's just they weren't allowed. You couldn't. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Um, well, I think it's a great thing. I'm real glad Biden passed it. Biden's been yeah. real successful with stuff like this. I every think the day. other thing that people, you know, it's like it's funny whenever like something fails because there's like one Democrat that screws it up, mm-hmm. but no one ever like brings up like, what about the 50 Republicans that voted for it yeah. against? Right. <laughs> Like, I think, yeah. like, what, 48 Republicans voted for this and 42 voted against it? Yeah, it was um, it was an odd number. I know, like, Mitt Romney came out in favor of it, which is like... <laughs> yeah, he put some bullshit. He's like, well, I don't agree with that, but... 
Like, I'm okay, fine thanks. with that. Like, look, if that's whatever. Yeah, I, mean, I guess that's, that's how it should be in a way. It's like, yeah, you don't agree with it, but he's like 80 so. years old or something. I mean, like, look, that's that's. I'm just saying, though, that's how it should be anyway. I'm not yeah, saying no, I, be, but like if you have these beliefs, like the same thing with like, but you could use that for abortion then, because the whole th- idea is like, yeah, I'm against abortion, right? But I understand that it's, it's not my call. choice. Yeah. That that one doesn't. That one they won't ever give up because they need that for all the religious organizations that yeah. control the party. They'll never. That's one they'll never. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, like I said, I just it, I think it's funny that like forty two Republicans like just accept that they voted against this. And yeah. It's like, <laughs> well, I don't know. It is. It is. Um... I don't know. It's a it's been a nice string of victories legislatively for the Democrats. That's kind of come to an end now, uh, because the Republicans are set to take over the House uh come January, um, January 6th, probably. Um, and uh that leads us, I guess, to the the conclusion of the January 6th committee. That there's they're gonna Isn't be there like one more. I think there's one more hearing. I heard today that they've here's where I heard a lot of news was in regard to today that the January 6th committee uh, is like withdrawing their subpoenas and is acknowledging they'll never get Steve Bannon's phone records. They'll never get Mo Brooks's phone records. They'll never get any of that. So that sucks because for almost two years, the Republicans have just sort of stymied the efforts. Why won't they ever get them? Well, because the, the new house is going to be run by republicans and they're not gonna they're gonna disband that committee day one well i will say like you and we talked about this i think you've said this before too no democrat should agree to anything no that's that is kind of a nice thing because i i see on twitter because elon musk constantly feeds it to me it marjorie taylor green and lauren bobert saying how they're going to subpoena all these democrats good the democrats should immediately and on camera just put the subpoena in a paper shredder, you know, and just say, Oh, hey. that was that March Taylor bring that real quick because he brought her up that, uh, gala that Michael yeah. Hayden went to that. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Knock in, even though his name was on the list. <laughs> he said like, he's like, good job on your vetting process. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you got the SPL, uh, center, uh, person in, uh, March Taylor green said, during that gal, I don't know if you saw that video clip. That I did, yeah. Around. She basically said, like, oh, those weren't conservatives. We would have had guns. And if I ran it, we would have, like, been yeah. successful. And she's, like, laughing. And I'm like, the fuck, man? How's this bitch in Congress still? Yeah, like, this it's is, like, crazy. a literal seditionist. Like, this well, is a, she's a fucking confederate. And she's doing it in New York. From too. what, yeah. That's, from what I understand. Confederate. Most people most people are saying that the January 6th committee is going to make referrals now to different agencies. They're gonna refer, they're gonna say, like, look, to the Department of Justice, we think Mo Brooks committed sedition and we think his phone records prove it. And we're referring this to you. And the and the DOJ can pick up the case and all the evidence that the January 6th committee has collected. And they might also say, like, hey, we think this attorney lied to us and should be disbarred. So they're going to make a slew of referrals to all these different agencies. 
Um, and in a way, it's fine because like these are going to be better equipped to handle those prosecutions anyway. Congress can't put people in prison, not really, you know. So that all makes sense. And then if the Republicans start subpoenaing Democrats, Democrats can just ignore the subpoenas. Well, they have um, such a, a slim majority. Yeah. That, I mean, what is it, like seven, barely eight seats or something? Yeah, but that's about what the, the Democrats had last time. You know, Right, I mean, but it's... you got to look at it as like the Democrats had a bigger control and they were losing them slowly. Yep. And they, and they were... were supposed to... They were supposed to be a landslide victory for the yeah. Republicans. And they're acting like they fucking, you know, it's like the same, like Bober claimed, she's already lying. She I claimed saw that, that she won yeah. by 51%. And people are like, no, you won by 50 point. Oh, one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, one percent. And I said that she could have won by a hundred thousand votes or a hundred votes. She'll act like she fucking hit a grand yeah. slam. Yeah. Jeez. You, know, you think that's, you think this woman gives a shit? You think she cares, like, how no. she comes off? No, she, no. Um, like, we think she's a, a dumbass ghoul, but uh, the people in that bubble, in that world, she's a fucking icon and a legend. Yeah, she is. Like, she's like she's China based. from the old WWE. <laughs> Seriously. She's based, like... you know? Like, you ever see, like, people say yeah. that? I'm like, what does that even yeah, mean? I don't, I don't know. It's fucking turkey? Like what? <laughs> I hate that fucking turkey. Well, uh, I think this is fine. I, I wish the January 6th committee had done more. I think they did a lot though. And um none of it shocks me, but we'll see. Maybe maybe there might be some things like you said, they're handing it off. And well, I don't know. I mean, like a lot of people like seem to have straight up lied under oath. I mean, they should be able to get some of them for that. Um yeah. I don't know. A lot of people, I, but I've, I've heard this for like a year and a half now, that they're real close to indictments on Trump or some of the closer in January 6th co-conspirators. I mean, Trump just put out a thing recently saying he wants like the Constitution disbanded. I yeah. mean, like the guy is making himself more and more into a joke. Right. Yeah. I'll believe it when I see it. And honestly, the, the, the gravity is going away from Trump anyway and towards people like Ron DeSantis. So, yeah. Whatever. I'll, uh, Speaking around to something. I know, right? I was waiting for that. <laughs> wow. What a transition. He, this you is know what he looks like, and I realized it the other day. The unfrozen caveman lawyer. Key Rock. <laughs> the unfrozen caveman, Key Rock, played by Phil Hartman. And there's a there's only I think there's two of them, and they're so good. Yeah. And one of them is in the end, he runs as like a congressman or whatever. With his yeah. family. I love the kids have like the brow like him. Yeah. And he's just like, it's so good because he is like a swarmy piece of shit. Yeah. And he's like, and that's why I think, right. like, I don't understand your world. I don't get it. But that's why I think the top line tax margin right. should be lower. You know, it's like, he's just like a fucking shitty Republican. Yeah. And I, I was like, he's, DeSantis looks like a fucking Cro-Mag. I was like. Yeah, he does. Like he really does. Like he just like he's like a fucking extended brow. He's got like fucking chin ears. No neck. Yeah. No neck. He's a fucking crow. I mean, like, listen, I'm not gonna make fun of this guy's look. So I'm just saying, mm. you know, he likes yeah. his kinky boots and <laughs> that well, picture alone. Yeah. Uh, no, when, yeah, when he's night. doing hurricane stuff. Well, there, okay, there's so what happened recently with Okay, him? there's several things happened recently. I want I'm gonna list them real quick. 
And I'm going to throw in a new one that I was kind of reading about before we started recording tonight. Um, first of all, he is starting this coronavirus uh, task force where he's going to subpoena people and start maybe prosecuting people for crimes related to the coronavirus vaccine. Yeah. Um, but prior to that, like the night before he announced that, one of his best friends and chief donors uh, killed himself in a car uh, as a sex abuse scandal was like tightening the noose on him. Um, so did, you know, is the COVID thing to distract from that? Who knows? Um, a third Isn't thing. Isn't he like not the first one of his old friends to There die? have been crazy? like some weird, I, I don't know them all off the top of my head, but yeah, so there's been like scandals. Now, part of that to me is just like, that tends to happen. I don't know if it, it it's unique to the same. Yeah, it sounds like the fucking what was it the Seth Rich Hillard Clinton? Yeah, stuff like but, that. But uh, I would believe around the Santos ones. Yeah. Well, the another thing is that there there's been a wave of book bannings in public schools. Uh, I guess Ron DeSantis, as part of his "Don't Say Gay" uh, law, made it so that any parent complaint, anyone, not a parent, anyone can complain about any book in a school and if they make a complaint the library has to remove the book and some guy who's like not even from florida just like moved there recently yeah like helped like ban tons of books he just bans every day he wakes up and he starts systematically banning who is books. this guy uh yeah his name is he's a he looks like a complete asshole uh his name where is it is what is his name all right the man moved from new york to florida a few months ago uh bruce friedman is his name what is he some like fucking rich asshole or something is i don't know guy? it's a long thread it's a great thread it's by a guy on twitter and his name is let me see what i got here uh the guy who's retweeting it, oh, Judd Legum or Legum. I, I don't know how that's pronounced, but um, I don't know. I didn't read, uh, I read the entire thread, but they didn't go into this guy. Um, he looks kind of on the middle aged side. I bet he's my guess is he doesn't even have any kids, certainly doesn't have any kids in the state of Florida going through public school there. And he's just a conservative activist that wants to ban books. You're right. That's what he does. All right. The last thing about Ron DeSantis, is, which is kind of interesting, is I had been saying for a long time that I thought the Democrats had a chance in Florida because the property insurance market is falling apart. People can't buy insurance. Uh, when they do buy insurance, the prices are crazy. Just for like a normal home in the state of Florida, it's not unusual to pay like 10 grand a year in homeowners insurance. You That's probably, not even including the deductible. Right. Yeah. And the deductibles are getting anyway. So the Republicans who run Florida finally came up with some compromises today. And it basically is a cash bailout to the insurance companies. And it takes away the right of consumers to sue. <laughs> and rates are going up. It's like a complete you know, Florida. Yeah. It and, is... and, you know and here's the thing. I'll say this again. You know, Majority state voted for him. We're not even talking. Yeah. Like, as oh, far it was as we a, know, we don't right. know if the election was rigged. We don't know. We don't know. Who knows? Yeah. You know, the guy wins. Uh, they announced that he won. Uh, literally with not with zero percent in, and yeah. he won. That's odd. What is yeah. this? Like this is right. strange. 
Uh, same thing with Abbott, you know? Uh, yeah. This, like, so I, I, you know, what did he win by? Like 10% of the vote? He won 10%. He won like 65, 35. So it was a big, big win. Oh, so, good job. Majority of Florida is fucking dumb. You, I'm sorry. Like, I feel bad for anyone that lives there that knows this guy's an asshole. But, like, again, you voted against your economic well being, your safety, your security. For sure. Help because you didn't want, because you were told by this fucking unfrozen caveman looking motherfucker that uh you know there might be a, a trans girl that might participate in a school sport or there it's might be crazy. a book in the school that might have a no-no word in it this and, uh, that's great i bet i i'm glad your work you, your world is so much better now you know woke the woke virus didn't take over and uh have fun paying your fucking exorbitant bills anyone yeah. else that uh i'll say this to people there in texas or any of these other states you know I mean, yeah, stay and fight if your roots are there and everything like that. But if they're not, get the fuck out of there. Well, you know? yeah. I, fuck if, out of Florida. Let Florida, Florida will be the first state to sink in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> no, Florida's, that sounds so Florida's interesting. To say. I, 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 there's a lot about Florida. I like, I lived in Florida. Probably most of my adult life, I lived in Florida. You know, and, and most of my life I, I spent in Florida. And I like it a whole bunch. I have great memories of living in Orlando and Winter Park and Fort Myers. Um, but the politics have gone fuck show. And it the, the hurricanes ravage that state yearly. And it is falling into the ocean. The shoreline recedes year by year by year. And it's tough. I mean, it is, and, and it's run mostly by older people that don't, don't necessarily see the need to invest in the future. Um, yeah, because they have none. <laughs> yeah, and, and their kids, their grandkids are up north. You know, often. Um, you know, well, if, they, if see, you like uh, Miami, all the buildings, people are like, "How are these buildings even standing?" Like, well, they don't always remember that condo collapse like a yeah. year or two ago. Yep. Um, you know, Florida does have like this is weird. Like, and when Hurricane Andrew came through. Hurricane Andrew like literally erased towns off the map. Like they reproduced maps after Hurricane, and they. When towns... was this one? Is this the recent one, or is this no? The... This was Hurricane Andrew. This was like 1999 or. Oh yeah, that, I think I remember that one. Yeah, it, was, it came. It came right ashore on the Atlantic side, and um, after that, they strengthened the building codes. I remember we had a roof put on, and uh, at our home in Fort Myers, and it it's fucking crazy. Like. You can put all if you live in Kansas, you can just slap a roof on your your house and it's fine. But in Florida, like you have to use a certain kind of nail, you have to use a certain kind of shingle, you have to use a certain kind of underpinning and side flashing, and it's all designed to keep your house together during a hurricane. Our house was built in like 1956 or something, old old cinder block house. That thing was a champ. Went through hurricane after hurricane with very minimal damage, but then. People file for variances and we want to get, I mean, it's just, well, Florida's, Florida has not a great future, in my opinion. So, I don't know. And they keep voting for people that are not doing anything to probably accelerating the damage. It's crazy. I don't, I, I think the the one thing I will say about the Republicans is that they have, between the, it's mostly based on kids and they did it with coronavirus and they've done it with gay rights. They are <clears throat> telling people that 
that they're coming after your kids, you know, and it's it's bizarre. Like we we shouldn't use safety precautions for coronavirus because they want your kid to have to wear a mask, you know, and it's like we shouldn't have to. It's just bizarre. We shouldn't put any controls on guns because they want your kids unprotected. We and it's working like a charm. So well, I mean, it's just reactionary thinking pushed by right-wing personalities. Yeah. And you know, they the raid has spent the last two years trying to tell people that Florida was like some Shangri-La for right-wingers. Yeah. And you know, Ron DeSantis was like the king of Florida. Texas too, they've gotten a lot of people, you know, big personalities coming and move out there. Did you see recently fucking Abbott again? I saw this tweet and I ended up putting a, like, I don't want to see Abbott's tweets anymore. Yeah. Bragging again about sending yeah. migrants. And I'm like, how the fuck is this shit legal, what he's doing? Well, I don't, I mean, like, look, if, I don't know why people aren't suing Abbott. Yeah. Uh, maybe they are. Maybe it's winding through the courts. A lot of times things like that happen. It's just, I look, I get a lot of my news from Twitter. I don't get reliable news anymore from Twitter. I don't. I don't know where I get reliable news, but like the news that I'd be normally. I follow interested certain in. people that I kind of trust. Yeah. So ben I'm... Collins is one. Scott McFarlane is one. Um, there's some, but like, I don't know. Anyway. The Democrats should sue sue Abbott. I don't know why. I don't, it doesn't have to be Democrats. It could just be people that live in these areas. Just the like, immigrants should sue. Anybody and I would get like Amnet, not Amnesty International. I don't know if that's the type of term, but like the ACLU or any of these like organizations, human rights organization too, because he's just like literally trafficking people. Yeah. This is like human trafficking. It's um, bizarre. I don't know how it's tolerated. Um I, I have a lot of respect and kind of admiration for the Biden administration, except in their prosecutions, which seem not to be occurring. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, like I said, I just think that, like, you know, unlike 1994, when like the Republicans, like, I don't know what they won the House by. It was like an insane number. Right? Yeah, Where it was. It was like, yeah. It forces the hand of Bill Clinton to have to work. Right. With, you know? And um, it's like they have thin ass majority that they have. Yeah, I shouldn't have to fucking work with them, especially when wow. they're just like investigating his fucking son every time. Yeah, I mean I, that, that's the another thing that's been killing me on Twitter: the gall of these people for oh, that Twitter files bullshit. Well, like, look, not there was not a single investigation opened against Ivanka or Jared. Or Don Jr. or the dumber one, or any of them. Or the other dumber one. Yeah. And for years and years and years, even though no one was investigating them, the Republicans kept crying, You can't go after the kids. You can't go after the kids. These are like 50 year old men or whatever. You can't do this is unfair. Then, like, literally the minute they get in power, you know what? We're, we're investigating your kid. Like, that's that's yeah. it. Like, it's the, the, lack of any shame or awareness so like look they want to subpoena hunter biden fine i think hunter biden should get an attorney and refuse to comply and run out the clock that seems yeah. like a pretty good strategy well, speaking of running out the clock didn't that like that judge that like protected trump recently at the yeah. 
I guess supposedly the DOJ or whatever. I don't I, you know the proper. Well, the Eleventh Circuit. Out? Yeah, the Eleventh Circuit said you don't have jurisdiction over this one, and she had to vacate the whole thing. So the DOJ. But they said that like it was effective what she did because it stalled the clock. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Well, I mean, that's. That is frustrating. I mean, I. That's I, usually the case with everything, and the whole goal is to stall the clock. Yeah. So that. I get the idea of a clock, and in general, I think it's probably a good idea that people have the opportunity to tap the brakes. You know, I think that's like a probably a fundamental right. Um, I don't know. In theory, like we should. In theory, even Republicans should look at people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and say, "No, we don't want you." You know, I mean, like that's. But I don't know. I don't know. I will say this, and this is kind of like my controversial opinion about Florida that um, I'll probably rethink in the morning and think maybe, I, I hope that came out right. I think a lot of times, Florida's, well, Florida's <laughs> like this international thing. A lot of, and, and a lot of the people, a lot of immigrants to Florida have joined the Republican Party and vote for people like Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump and stuff, you know, and they're not over, not all of them. Rick Scott. Not, yeah, you know, Back so. Eight. I, and when Trump was like still in office, I noticed a lot of people that I saw like from Eastern Europe, a lot of immigrants loved him, you know, and that always puzzled me. Like, why is he's would like you... a cartoonish version of what they told America? Was. It is. It's and I think that's true. I think that like when you come to America, like my my whole family came to America in the 1920s or whatever. Um, my oh, my both my mom and my dad's side. And my dad's dad was like kind of a real conservative, patriotic American, whatever. But I think when you come to America from another place, you do kind of have this mythological view of America, you know, where anybody can do anything and there's no, the government's not stopping you. And so maybe when you lived in like Belarus, you had to get like a permit from the government to open your ice cream stand and it pissed you off, you know? And then you come to Still America, to <laughs> right? Yeah. And then you come to America and it's a, it's a lot better. You don't have to, you know, bribe anyone and you, you know, it's just a normal process. But like, now you're like, why the fuck would I have to buy a permit to sell my ice cream? I live in America, you know, or. Why... A lot of, yeah. Cause like, especially if you came from like some kind of communist country, yeah, or yeah. Whatever, restrictive country or whatever. I can see how immigrants from those type of countries would be more appealing the republican party would be more appealing because the republican yeah. party is especially with like ron bush limbaugh type rhetoric uh, a push like a cartoonish depiction of what the united states is supposed to be right in the most dumbest way possible but in the most simplest way possible uh democrats are the ones who supposedly are regulations and all that so of course you get these people who be like well I fled my country to be free and this party claims. And then they yeah. find out that like, oh, it's not it at all. Yeah, there's <laughs> it some might take a couple here. of decades of people to figure it out though. Well, it's like that hyper reality. Like I, I I know I've said this a bunch, when like I went to Paris, it didn't feel Parisian enough for me, you know? Like I, I like yeah, Pepe to, Le Pew come after you. Yeah. And... Why aren't you wearing a beret? You know, why aren't you like all the stereotypes and all the little like shit in my head that had been picked up from Epcot and cartoons and you know 1940s movies and stuff like there wasn't a guy's a mind trapped in a box, right? Like, 
<laughs> yeah, I I went through that whole city, and you know, never did I see a scrappy dog and a pretty dog sharing a plate of spaghetti together. You know, like that's that was in Italy. It was okay. Well, yeah, anyway, I, I just like. I, I think that sometimes that happens, and and Florida um, is an international place. You got people coming in from all over. Miami is like a very international city with people from all over the world coming in there. And I, I wonder sometimes if Florida has like if the people voting there, if a lot of people voting there have like a cartoonish view of what America should be. And I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, look, they probably don't... already had reactionary uh, yeah. beliefs to begin with. They, yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Anyway, you know? but well, like I said, it just doesn't shock me that if the Republican Party would appeal to someone who's has a only a loose grasp what this country is based yeah. on, what they've seen from like movies from Hollywood or any type of depiction they would saw online or anything like that. So I could see. I feel like that's like an older mentality. I don't know if that speaks to now. But I could see yeah. uh, like people who were probably like in their 70s now who moved here when they were like in their 20s, how those type of people would have been Republican. Yeah. Was, you know, there was always they're just like a hyper, you know, how they want to be depicted. Yeah. Is a hyper act like a hype just of like what people the stereotype what they think of the United States is supposed to be yeah. in the most cartoonish way possible. Uh speaking of something though, kind of like yeah. a, so I don't know. Was there any updates to that freaking power outage? And no, I was all excited to talk about that. I remember specifically last week saying we should have some updates, but this week, nothing, no updates. Now, I have heard since that they're uncovering a lot of similar incidents elsewhere. Yeah, there was like, uh, there was one in Florida. Yeah, a big one like, in Florida near Tampa. Why would they do that to their boy Ron DeSantis yeah. like that? <laughs> well, it would be, that would make sense. It's near Tampa. Tampa's, Tampa's kind of like a liberal city. Well, um, yeah, Ron DeSantis would be like, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, so, no, but there's no updates. Now, the, the a- FBI did subpoena the phone records, and they should be able to tell anyone who is near the substation at that time if they had their cell phone on them. So, I don't know. Well, I, here's an interesting thing to end on. Yes. Uh, good news, maybe. So, there were armed protesters, right-wing armed protesters, at a drag show in San Antonio, Texas. Okay. This is like, like a day or two ago. And pro-LGBTQ counter-protest showed up. Nice. And there was five times the amount. <laughs> nice. And they basically turned the entire thing into like a dance party. Yeah. It's in the streets of San Antonio, drowning out those douchebag protesters. Nice. And here's the other funny thing. Um, well, I don't know if it's funny, but you know, the these right wing protesters that come, they bring their fucking proud boys and their other fascists, yep. and they have guns and they're there yeah, to yeah. intimidate. Well, guess what? Oh these guys got guns too. I think I heard I about saw, this. Yeah. Like, Guys in like full meta army gear, they had a rainbow flag and everything like that yeah. with a gun. They're there. I don't condone guns. I don't think it's bad, but yeah. at the same time, I also agree these people have every right to defend themselves, especially against these fucking morons that yeah. are coming trying to basically commit acts of terrorism against them. And it's nice to see that there are more people that yeah. believe that uh you know aren't bigots and aren't uh insane you know, horrible I, people spreading lies and stuff. 
And it's nice to see the streets filled with people. For sure. Like, we're going to turn this into a party. Fuck you. Yeah, I for sure believe that. I, I believe that most people are good in the sense that they 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 don't hate. It's just funny, too, because it's like, you know, you know the right wing wants to make you think that they're the ones with all the guns. Yeah. But the reality is, this is the United States. A lot of people have guns. Yeah, plenty of liberals have guns. have guns. And I, yeah, I get the argument of like, um, you know, you can't, the left can't be against guns, especially if you have like these armed psychos showing up. I just, you know, again, I don't think like, what is it if everyone has a, a nail or something or uh, if, if all you yeah if all you have are hammers then every problem looks like a nail or something yeah yeah you know and unfortunately that's what it's coming to but i feel like in this case where you have people just trying to have like uh just a like a dance night or anything yeah. like that uh I don't have their dance or some kind of like thing about tolerance you have these hate groups showing up we need to see more of this. Yeah, where, for sure. Where people are like outnumbering. This is how you do it. You do it in numbers. You get people to yeah. come out and you show you show support and you're like, get the fuck out of our town. We don't you are the minority here. You yeah, you're the outlier. No, you, that's, are, that's... you are not the norm. Like that's why I always couldn't stand when like the media will show like when they're like during the tea party thing, they would show like fucking yeah. 15 morons, a protest of like 15 morons, but they would never show the protest, anti-war protest that had like a hundred thousand people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not even they would try to downplay the numbers, but they, you know, they would show like those stupid, like during the beginning of COVID when there was like the anti-lockdown protest, yes. those idiots. They had like 10 morons there. And the media would give them so much attention. And it's like, oh, but when there's like, you know, something like this where there's a counter protest and yeah. there's like thousands of people outnumbering whatever the amount the right wing chuds have, will this get the information? And now this is where Twitter's good because I saw this on Twitter. Yeah. It was posted by <laughs> Stephen Italian Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. I follow him. It, it's, it's a long thread. Yeah, okay. I follow him. He's good. It's a long-ass thread. At least two members of the neo-fascist Patriot Front have made an appearance outside the drag show. They were seen outside an LGBTQ event in Katy, Texas a few weeks ago. While the anti-LGBTQ crowd tends to be older, with the exception of Patriot Front members, the pro-LGBTQ crowd has a wide range of age and representation. Nice. See, these guys are fucking clowns. Like, here's this older couple, and it's it. they're holding a sign that says smash fascism, and the husband has a fucking AR-15. Now, yeah. again, I it's like, unfortunately, this is what it's coming to. And these people have every right, uh, and I'd say we, if you yeah, yeah. respect these people, allies or whatever, because I, I take it, these fascists, this is an attack on all of us, like... Oh yeah, you're. It's like the whole Antifa thing. It's like, yeah, it's anti-fascism. Like, are you a fascist? What's your issue? Yeah, like that's always been like. <laughs> no, they'll try to like be like, no, you see, they're bad. I'm like, no, they're anti-fascist. Are you a fascist? Yeah, that's it's a pretty these, pretty basic. These people thing. are on the front to all of us. We know that they're 
like I personally, they're anti-Semites, they're racist, they're bigots. They will pull it, books it out of your kid's library. Yeah, it doesn't they will, stop with just yeah, trans kids. No. It doesn't stop with just gay kids. It go they it's just, just that's a starting and they go yep. after everybody. They pick up so, speed with the the easy targets. You know, and these, these they'll never stop. Arrogant bullshit, uh Patriot Front, all these fucking Rorschach looking motherfuckers show up. Yeah, yeah. Um thinking that they can intimidate and then here comes hundreds of people showing up and some of those hundreds if not thousands of people yeah, so stuff, yeah. Too. it's like you want to fuck around find out like i mean unfortunately this is what it, it, it's going to come to i hope that there's no violent escalation yeah uh yes obviously because we know the cops aren't helping no we've seen so many especially these like these uh storybook time things it's well, like the cops just sit there they don't care all you, and if you you saw what happened in Wisconsin with uh, Kyle Murderpig, you know, he... That fucking he, piece of shit gets to tweet every day. He said something about, like, life or something recently, and people are like, he murdered yeah, people. Yeah, I saw up. that. Like, yeah, he does get ratioed every day, though. That's great. What? He gets ratioed often, he which is great. Care. Yeah. I think he gives a shit. No, he doesn't care. They, these guys, it's like I said, they... You think Marjorie Taylor Green cares? No, if, like, no, she's somebody ratios her, or he gets ratioed. They don't give a shit. They have their bubble, and they're successful in their bubble, and that's all that matters. They're the king yeah. of the shit pond. You know what I mean? They're the mm. fucking. It doesn't matter. Like we think Lauren Boebert's clown. Yeah, but there's people who don't. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, people who think Ted Cruz is amazing. The majority of us think he's a fucking piece of shit. But there's yeah. people who think he's the goat. Like, true. I mean, they are. So I, I know it's funny. Yeah, it's like I personally, if I tweet something and I had like thousands of people responding to me, calling me like a piece of shit, I don't know if I'd be able to handle the day. <laughs> That's pretty like, depressing. Yeah. Yeah, but I think Kyle Rittenhouse is backed by uh, right wing groups, and he's protected. And he's yeah, going no, on like TPUSA and doing all kinds of things. And there's people making jokes saying, like, this guy's probably going to run for Congress when he's old enough. Yeah, I'll bet he does. Maybe. I mean, all he has to do is run in a heavily red yep. district. He'll probably get in. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm. I mean, like, yeah, it's funny. Like, ha, we ratioed him or ha, like. Right, but you're just feeding him because you're making him more significant. Yeah. I mean, I think people need to just be a little more vulgar about it and just say flat out, you are a fucking disgusting hog who <laughs> murdered people and you deserve to fucking explode. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, no, seriously. Yeah, like, no, I, do you I, think he gives a shit about saying, like, do you think he gives a shit about people calling him a murderer? Do you think he cares? Well, it goes right back to what we're what you had said at the beginning. You're not don't appeal to empathy. You know, that's not yeah, a, yeah. You think he cares? It's not going to work. Yeah. I just think it's funny with, like, it's just funny how he's like a full-on right-wing. Um, it'd be, you know what would be really funny is if, like, he did explode, and then, like, the FBI hears this, like, right. podcast, and I get, like, a knock on the door, and I'd be like, I don't know what you're fucking talking about. I did not make him psychically implode. <laughs> explode. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have those powers. Yes. As far as I know. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh oh, wow. oh man um yeah i mean like i think people need to like instead of like yeah i mean there's all these gifts of people calling him like a murderer 
I mean, yeah. I think you need to be a little more repulsive about it. Yeah. Go beyond just calling him a murderer. I mean, that's part of his legend. Right. Yeah. It it's is. On his, it's on his resume. Every time you call him a murderer, there's someone who's saying, like, they'll say, oh, the people he killed were terrible. Yeah. One of them was like, you know, they, that's the other reason why I think mm. we'll wrap this up in a second. Um, why they call the family should see the shit out of him is just because of like, oh, yeah. People won the the victims got no justice and whatever legacy they have has been completely defamed by the right. The right, like you couldn't even imagine the memes I've seen. Yeah, Rosenbaum, whatever it was, and the other name. Of yeah, the person I probably who was killed. Yeah. They make these people out to be like they were like Gary Glitter on steroids. Yeah. The 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 victims or their estates need to sue. And again, I don't. I'm, maybe they have. Maybe they have, and I just haven't heard about it. But there's the kid is making money off of this. Oh yeah, like, that's the other thing too. It's like I think people need to call him out and be like, not just yeah, you murdered these people, but you're like you fucking profited off of their deaths. Yeah. Like you get to, I mean, it was like. He was on Tucker Carlson immediately once he was let. He was basically acquitted. He was invited to TPUSA. They treated him like he was fucking Rocky winning against Drago. Mm. I mean, like, what the fuck? It's bizarre. The fact that this kid exists is like an affront on humanity. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It's real depressing. I I, I mean, like, I see these people on Twitter, they're like, you sir are a murderer. Yeah, okay. He doesn't care. Yeah, it doesn't phase him. What? It doesn't phase him. Tell him that his mom looks like a fucking pig. <laughs> that might hurt him a little bit, you know? Perhaps, perhaps. Like, yeah. dude, what's wrong with you? Why do you look like that? Why do you look like sloth? Yeah. Like, why do you look like a more symmetrical sloth? Just a little more. Why do you look like if the Shoney's big boy joined the Weirmacht? Why did you show- join the what? <laughs> the Weirmacht or whatever, whatever. I'm I'm probably mispronouncing that. The the uh, Nazi like Panzer division or something. Oh, like the- <laughs> yeah. Well, fucking Paul Hitler. Yeah. Bob's big boy. <laughs> Got blonde hair instead of oh, black hair. Fuck. Like an orange band. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> You know, I was trying to end on a good point with the fucking people dancing in the street and basically out. Um, that was a good one. That makes for a... And you had to bring up. Rittenhouse. No, yeah, that, that'd be a good one. Hog. Do the, uh, we could do that as the, um, as the picture for the, the cover art. What's that? The, the shot. I've seen the shot of the counter protesters in San Antonio. I know. I mean, honestly, the one you really want to do is just Chappelle with Mustang. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, that was it, too, to end it. And I forgot to bring it up. The best of the whole entire awkward thing, the whole entire awkward, bizarre experience of, like, Musk just wandering around stage yeah, yeah. and I don't know what to do while Chappelle tries to protect him uh, from the mean crowd, uh-huh. Does it, like the billionaire, is he got on the mic and he screamed, Oh, <laughs> like when I, I know people couldn't make it out. They thought he said he was Rick Bick. Rick <laughs> bitch. What do you say? It's the line, I'm rich bitch. Yeah. Which is 
fucked up because do you know the origin of the I'm rich bitch? Comes the from? Charlie Charlie Murphy, right? No, it's the other guy on the show. Um Charlie Murphy passed away. Yeah, there's yeah. the other guy who got pretty let me see the find his name. He's alive. He's Rick still James? what was it Rick James? Rick James died a long time ago too. Don uh Donald Rawlings. Huh. I don't remember. I would have sworn it was the Charlie uh Murphy Rick James skit. Well, but... whatever it is, I don't yeah, know yeah. Donald Rawlings, but there's like the skit has to do with reparations. Oh, okay, yeah. Like black people got reparations and stuff. Right. And the one guy screams out, I'm rich, bitch. Oh, okay. And that's where the line comes from. And I don't think people oh, uh, people realize. So now have Elon Musk, who's uh, an apartheid yep. uh, <laughs> trust fund blood, baby. Blood diamond trust blood fund Blood diamond, baby. apartheid baby. Apartheid emerald blood diamond mine. Um, Screaming that is just... That's hilarious. Even, well... I guess funnier. No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's, not. <laughs> it, it's just lame as fuck. That's yeah. all. I just thought I forgot. To breathe. I, yeah, that's, that's like fine. how it ended. Um, Man, I hope I go see uh, David Cross made like a joke or something like that because he has like a new kind yeah. of special. He's doing a, a tour and he was kind of making fun of Chappelle. And I said, are you going to make fun of the people in the back that pay money yeah, yeah. for a seat and say that they're poor? I think mean, <laughs> that's the other fucked up thing. It's like it's so messed up. That's like a lot of like those people like save up money. Like even if you like have a decent living, let's say you make like oh yeah five, six figures, still dropping two fifty, and that's not including all the fucking fees. Well, and you don't just drop two fifty on yourself. That's like five hundred for a pair of tickets plus like another hundred on fees. Yeah, to dinner you get like a taxi there or Uber yep. or whatever. I mean, you're looking at a thousand dollar night. Yeah, parking could be like fifty bucks. It's probably a thousand dollar night. Give or take. You yeah, know, this so. asshole calling you poor. Mm, fuck that. I mean, I guess in his mind, yeah, we're all... We're yeah, all. probably, but still. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Whatever. <laughs> all right. Well, on that note. Yeah, on that note. Uh. Well, we'll do one next week. Yeah. That'll be... Yeah, 20, 24. We'll do a... Yeah, Wednesday. I think we'll probably Thursday. be able to do a ball, right? Yeah. Until the end of the year? I think so. Yeah, I don't see why not. Two more to go this year. Yep. All right. Like uh, the next episode, you're like, holy crap. Did you see on the news that <laughs> Al Rittenhouse exploded on <laughs> he exploded on a beach? <laughs> what? On a beach. He filled with yeah, gases. Like, like that movie Scanners. My right, guy's yeah. head explodes. <laughs> oh, well, looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> Something. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, good times. All right. Yes. Well, on that note, I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. You still good on about that? Thank you for listening to You Still Going On About That. Um, please like, comment, share, and if you haven't done already, please follow us on Instagram, YSGO, Facebook, YSGO, and Twitter, YSGO. Thank you, and have a great day.